Britain's your business, huh? Mum, it's mine. 30 years. I've seen this neighborhood change from pastures to the hellhole it is now. I put every damn pipe in this neighborhood. Now people think pipes grow in their home, but they sure as hell don't. Look at my knee. Look at my knee. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Because if you're hungry, you came to the right place. Actually, probably the wrong place. You probably want to go get food. Go to the refrigerator or something. The refrigerator. Uh, If you were uh, starving for knowledge, though, you came to the right place. Because this is Nick the Rat Radio. And this is where knowledge comes to die. Um, Let's open a beer. Are you winning, son? Now I am. Uh, episode 300 and... Good God, I've been doing this a long time. Uh, 300 and what? What is... Diane, what's the, the number? 327. 327. Well, Trey from Philly, I hope uh, you brought some mayo because you're going to get a lot of knowledge tonight. Maybe. Uh, March 23rd, 2022. Yeah, we're almost at 3.33. We're not there yet. It's 11 o'clock at night in Brooklyn, New York. I think it's raining out right now. Diana, is it raining? It was kind of moist earlier. I, I do like when it rains in uh, in New York. I like, uh, I like rain anywhere. I'm a big fan of uh, wet Wet weather. <laughs> Helps wash the blood from the streets. Last week, uh, last week was a little bad for my health. Let me just say that. Um, I left the sewer to greet my fans and I. I damn well got pancaked under some guy's foot. I don't know what was going on. All I know is that my lawyers have told me that I can't talk about certain news-reading aliens. So we're not going to talk about any news-reading aliens this week, no matter how much of a scumbag they are. Okay? thought I'd just get that out of the way right now. Goddamn weed jar. So I was, I was um, pretty un- much unconscious for past week or so. So tonight we're just having a live call-in show. Whatever the audience wants to talk about tonight, we will talk about. We're not going to open the phone lines just yet, right, Diane? No, we're not. They're going to open up a little bit later, but tonight... Even the chat. I'll take questions and whatever from the chat. Because, God damn it. I had no time to do any research this week because I just woke up from a coma. I'm surprised I'm alive. I was physically pancaked. I had, I had Timberland backwards across my whole body. 
It was very disturbing. Um, word of advice to people, don't get stepped on. Before I get into the show, maybe I should start taking some medication. My doctor prescribed me some medication here. Uh, hold on, I have to grind this medication up first. I gotta put this in here. This is exciting. Exciting radio right here. I guess while uh, I'm filling up my pipe with medicine, I should uh, inform everybody that if they would like to watch the video of this live uh, show happening, you can go to twitch.tv slash bigmilkymoneymakers.com. You go there, and if you find anything there, let me know because, wow, I just made that shit up. Uh, you could also go to uh, the No Agenda stream. I'm also on the Nick the Rat radio stream. There's a lot of streams out there. And I'm just uh, one of them in in the big sea of streams. Okay, let's get this going here. <clears throat> but we will, uh, other than having um, an open, open lines tonight, we talk about anything. Anything. Hell, I'll talk about religion and politics, which I'd never talk about. Will I be serious when I talk about them? Fuck no. Nobody wants a serious opinion about religion and politics. There's always like a 50-50. You're going to step on a goddamn landmine with that. Like, hey, what do you think about this, this, this thing? Uh, I think this about that. Well, I think you're wrong because I don't think that. Or if somebody's going to think that you're right or somebody's going to not know and then think that what you're saying is true, I don't need to fucking get in people's heads. I don't want to be an opinion maker about things that shouldn't fucking matter. And if you come into... A rat for that. I think you might have some issues yourself. So anyway, let's start the show off how we eh, usually would start it off with some really good music. That's the one thing I can guarantee you for today's episode is that the music is top notch. So good this week. I actually think there's 10 songs. Usually there's a nine song limit. This week I went 10. Let's start off with Nikki DeJaffe. Atmosphere.
That was a, uh, a, th- a throb cop- cobblington song. And, and uh, Trey, you're right. Life is a present. For now, be present for the present. The, the, sometimes when you're in the present, though, you think of the past and you're like, wow, I was a real idiot back when I was uh, like a kid. But then you start thinking about it and, and maybe you still are an idiot. It's very scary, actually. It's like, wow, I I can't believe uh, some things that I did when I was growing up to people or or even to yourself or just thoughts or feelings you had or things you missed out on, things you didn't do. And then you have uh, rag rats. And then um, and then today you're wondering if you're doing the same stuff you did back then, but you're not going to know it until you're like older. So it's, it's, it's fucking scary. I guess that's why you have to um, kind of always be a little conscious of what you're doing. But you still, even though even though you're conscious of what you're doing, you you kind of you kind of lay the path of shit bricks for your uh, road to where you are today. Because if you could look back, and you do have those rag rats, and uh, what you did as as a kid growing up wasn't good, that's still those. Even though you were a kid, and that's a whole different you and a whole different time. That that led you to where you are today. You are kind of a, uh, a creation of what you did as a younger person. And that younger person's from other people too. It's a whole, whole line of shit that made you what you are. But you don't know what it is until you look back on it. It's very strange. Very strange. You know what's even stranger? People that leave voicemails, 917-719-5923. No, I'm joking. It's not strange at all. Okay, maybe it is. There is a man that died that I care about, and I care about. So just curious how you're doing. All right. Death too fucking sucks. I'm sorry. That's another reason you gotta just be uh, present, or you gotta be uh, uh, the best you could be for other people. You never know where they're gonna leave, and you don't want to think back to having bad memories about these people. You know, people come and go. um, Most of the people you know, they're not dead, but you never see them again. It's a, there's people just disappearing constantly. You know, belly abductions, Bigfoot orgies. People just vanish. And then, yeah. and then you think back, you're like, oh man, Joe. I used to hang out with Joe all the time. I was a real asshole to him. Fuck. He might not even be like uh, dead. He might still. He might be still at the uh, Bigfoot orgy and just isn't coming home anytime soon. But you, you have to have that thought now that you were a jerk to Joe. 
Maybe again, maybe Joe is an asshole and deserved it. You gotta overthink anything. Never miss a family Thanksgiving, and you'll see them more than you want. Family. <laughs> so I was just um, having a thought about a story that somebody told me. I don't know if I should repeat it, though. So I'm not going to repeat it because it's out of the blue and it doesn't have to do with anything. Anyway, let's, uh, let's listen to another voicemail. We're going we're gonna to listen to the voicemails, right, right as we try to get the phone to work. Um, we're going to get the voicemails coming through. Then we're going to thank some people for helping to make this show. And then we'll open the phone lines. And you could call in at 917-719-5923. And we could talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. This is this is kind of like one of those. Um, I'm kind of feeling like this, is like one of those um, help hotlines. Hey, how you feeling? You feeling? You want to give a call and talk? We could you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Aliens? You got abducted? That's the great thing about the internet. People are just out there doing things. I, I interviewed the uh, great Chicky Hot recently. I would say within the past couple of months. Uh, you know, she has. If you go check out, uh, you Google her name, and uh, I think it's. N-A-P-P-B, National North American Paranormal um, something. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's uh, I have a, and she was, she was live streaming, chasing down fucking leprechauns at Niagara Falls. When else can you ever see a person running around Niagara Falls hunting for leprechauns? It's, it's a really amazing time you live in. It lets us it lets us connect as a people, and I think that's that's something that we need as to grow, because most of the time that we do look back, and we have those ragrats. It does usually inv- include other people. So the more we could include people, the faster we could grow and have even more shittier experiences to regret. Okay, let's um, nap and yeah, there we go. N a p p n dot net. Booberry, you hang out there. I don't think I've ever seen you in there. I sometimes lurk under different usernames. Uh, let's uh, listen to another voicemail here. 917-709-5923. Alan Watts said, A life full of goals or endpoints is like trying to abate one's hunger by eating merely the two precise ends. Let's see if the transcript helps. Uh, said a life full of goals or influences like trying to update dates one hunger by eating nearly for sizing. I don't think that translated very well. Huh. You did two of the call-in deals you called in? There's always like a live chat room in there. You could hop in and talk. They they get a little raunchy in there too. The things that she was saying about what she was going to do to those leprechauns if she caught one. Woo! I don't know if the gold could fit in there, Chicky. Um, 
917-719-5923. Hey, bud. Just wanted to see how you were doing. Oh, good. All right. You know what? My number. So call me. It's not how I don't call people, they call here. It's. It's a one-way line. 917-719-5923. Nick, you never cease to amaze me. Oh. I got a, a breaking bulletin uh, headline in my email earlier today that you and your sewer scientist buddies are most likely nominated and going to get the Nobel Sewer Prize. Oh, thank finally. Your scientists have discovered that... Diarrhea is actually hereditary, Nick. Apparently, it runs in your genes. I wish you were uh, a live caller so I could have hung up on you. DJ B&O with two hearts.
Hi, everybody. Let's thank some people. If you want to donate to the show, you could send mail. You could send actual physical stuff to me. And a P.O. Box, what does it say here? I don't even know. A P.O. Box 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209-0549. That's, that's not needed. Uh, and you write it out to Nick, you know? You can put uh, Nick the Jerk. You put Nick anything there, pretty much. It'll come to me. I'm mostly sure. Uh, I think, uh, I think I know what these are. I got this letter opener. Let's see how this letter opener does. I think I'm using it wrong. How are you supposed to use a letter opener? Are you supposed to, like, cut the letter? Or are you supposed to, like, use to open the sticky? I guess it's to cut the letter, right? I don't even know. Uh, this... Stab it! I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to get a YouTube video to see how to use a fucking letter opener. Put it under the flap and push it out. That's what she said. Thanks, Servo. Uh, I don't want to cut myself. Jesus Christ! You need to get a. Like, I need a child safe letter opener. I think I might have cut the letter in here. Let's see. Wait a second. This is a this is this is a check from my doctor, Sir Mike Roch, PhD. But this this does make sense. Usually it's. Point four two, this is point three three, chargeback Bitcoin multipliers. March fourteenth, twenty twenty two, thirty three cents. Void ninety days after issue. There's a signature here. Hold on one second. I think I'm starting to see some type of pattern. In these, this is a Dan. Can we get this uh, examined here? Yeah, give this to the pass this to the scientist over there. Yeah. Okay, we got another one here. Let's see if uh, I've mastered the letter opener yet. See, like I'm scared. Like I don't want to jab it into my my wrist and just end the show early. That'd be horrible. Uh, let's see. Go this way. Yeah, like a little cut right here. Charge back on sewer scientist. Sixty nine cents for March ninth, twenty twenty two. Charge for sixty nine thirty three. No more 42. Um, keep my eye on you, doctor. All right, let's uh, get this examined by the, the cops. Give that to the police. Uh, other than the P.O. Box, you could also donate by sending... Uh, you go to nicktherat.com, click on Donate, and there's a uh, there's Donate. You can donate via PayPal. You can send me whatever you'd like. Uh, there is a 
reoccurring 420 subscription. That's just because I think maybe a dollar an episode isn't so bad, but maybe it is. I don't know. Is this really worth anything? I hope so. Worth something to me, goddammit. Let's read these donations here. Whoa! I think this was for last week, because this looks uh, a little Irish. Happy birthday, you fucking Mick. $35. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't like to... Um, am I going to get kicked off the internet for saying Mick? Is Mick, uh, is Mick worse than Cracker? Mick, crack, Mick Crackers? Uh, I don't dox people, so I'm going to read the initials. That's from A.E. D mayo, they suck the mayo out of me. I'm not calling. I think they're calling me a Mick. I'm only about twenty percent Mick, maybe Nick the Mick. Uh, okay. Thank you so much for the thirty-five, thirty-five big ones. That's awesome. Uh, another donation. Wow, uh, twenty big ones. PayPal would not allow me to donate to MoFax. So you get this as a test. There you go. Everybody try to donate to MoFax. It's a great podcast with uh, Mo and Adam Curry. Go donate there. And if it doesn't work, send whatever you're going to give them to me. Think of it as a hand-me-down. 20 20 big ones from IF. It's weird because PayPal is like highlighted here. Did you? How'd you do that? Um, Thank you, IF. And I'm sorry, MoFax. That was twenty dollars. That could have been yours. Wow! Big don another big donation. What is going on? Maybe this show is worth more than a, a dollar an episode. We got thirty five dollars. No note from NP, not NPR. But wow! Thank you so much. Namaste. Uh, LLC with 420. Thank you so much, LLC. LLC has uh, been a long-time contributor. And they finally have come to their senses. <laughs> Thank you so much, LLC. MA. 420. Hold on, hold on a second here. Ow! JF with 669. Ow. What is this under here? Don't know why that was down there. Covered in spooge. Um, 669 from JF. Thank you so much, JF. Um, and this donation, for some reason, the 669 makes me think of uh, Carolyn Blaney. I don't know why. 
and uh, uh, Jonah Fletcher from Hog Story. I don't. It's, it's the, maybe the sixty nine. It's because it's a very filthy, a filthy number. It makes me think of the smoker. Hog Story. Uh, we have Mac M A C with four twenty. Thank you so much, M A C, for the four twenty. I think that is all the donations for this week. Uh, wait, we have to look at Twitch because you could, if you have Amazon Prime and you got about three minutes of your time, you could give me free Jeff Bezos bucks just by uh, clicking subscribe to me because you get one free subscription with your Amazon Prime. Wow, I'm shilling for Amazon right now. Somebody called me and I always pick up. Because I always like to yell at the people that call me, the from like the solar panel people. They're like, "Oh, we got some solar panels, or your your insurance, or you're in debt, or there's this there's a school loan forgiveness." Uh, and, and I picked it up. And usually these people are just clueless, but this person, um, when they say your your name, their whole your whole name, they're like, "Hello, is this Nick the Rat?" I'm like, "Why? Yes, who is this?" And then it was like for a survey. And I started to do the survey just because, you know, I was wondering where it was going. And then I was at one point, I was like, hey, what? Who? Who are you? Who are you calling from? And they were like, we can't tell you. But there was a lot of questions about uh, tech companies and, uh, and presidents. They asked me on a scale of one to ten what I thought of Joe Biden. I was like, I don't know. I never met him. Then they were like, who'd you vote for? I was like, I I can't vote. I'm a rat. They don't let me. They usually hit me with a broom. Then they were asking me about, like, what, what do I think about Amazon and how they treat their workers? It's like, I don't I never worked at Amazon. I have no idea. And then... It was a very a very in depth um, uh, questionnaire. I'll say that, but uh, I went along with it. Anyway, where am I going with this? Oh yeah, uh, Twitch sucks dick. Purple snakes. Um, you could you, if you have Amazon Prime though, you could send me a free subscription through there. It looks like the la- uh, it looks like uh, Carblanes thirty three gave out one community sub last week and and John Fletcher also resubbed last week too. Holy crap! You voted for Trump the Rat? Trump the Rat actually sounds like a cool cartoon character name. Uh, all right. Well, those are all the donations for this week. The, well, you people you people keep this, this thing going. Thank you. But I really have to say thank you to the giant corporations that send me a lot more money than you guys could even imagine. Uh, we're going to play some uh, co- corporate-sponsored advertisement right now because, um, hell, if I'm going to get – if I'm going to be making uh, – I'm going to – I'll just put it in my throat. Life can be hard. Sometimes events happen that can't be avoided. When the nightmare becomes real, 
Embrace the fear. When you are feeling down, bring others lower than you. It will make you feel like a million bucks. For you, we have the big book of curses for dummies. Did you lose your job? Curse and kill your neighbor's loud dog. Are you overweight? Curse and infect leprosy on a famous person. Or are you just feeling sad? Curse deathly smelling flatulence on an ex-lover. <laughs> Why feel bad when you can easily float to the top using the big book of curses for dummies? Order yours today for only $69.99 on the Dark Sewer Network. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Buy yours today. It works. I made some bad tapioca last week and I was feeling pretty bad, so I, I whipped out the big book of uh, curses. I pretty much caused like a 10 car pileup on the highway. <laughs> and I got to watch it happen too. The, the book works really quick. I was watching the whole thing to. I totally forgot about this tapioca. It's orders order today, pretty much. Go, order today. Um, also, the show I, I um, we listen to a lot of music here. And I like to promote music. I think music and uh, art is culture. If you're not sharing your creation with people, then you're kind of you're you're putting a, a halt. In, in the expansion of reality. Now, I'm not saying that people shouldn't get paid. I don't think capitalism is bad. Uh, but I, people should just give this stuff out. Like, everything should almost be free. And then if you enjoyed it, people will pay for it. People will give, people will give to you. Kind of like this show. I put it out for free. You don't have to, you don't have to, I got giant corporate sponsorships like that big book of evil, but what I'm trying to say is this next song is amazing, and if if you like it, you should go uh, you should go check them out. There, everybody's on SoundCloud. I just want to say thank you for all these artists that that give their stuff out to people. And go show your appreciation to them. If you like it, at least tell them you like it, because uh, even if you're not giving them money. Sometimes just saying, hey, you don't know me, but I like that. It makes you feel good. Hell, if people people just told me they liked my show, I wouldn't care. We got... <laughs> this next artist is... Uh, he's been on the show before. I think it's a he. I don't know. Uh, but this one, just give it a minute. Let it... Let it penetrate your eardrums. 
And after after that, you'll, we're going to be ready for open lines. We got 23 odd cats with primal. Primal. Now, this is a primal song. I, uh, I don't even know what that means. Uh, anyway, enjoy. Life full of goals and endpoints, like trying to abate one's hunger by eating merely the two precise ends of a banana. The concrete reality of the banana is, on the contrary, all that lies between the two ends, the journey as it were. Furthermore, when the time and space between destinations are cut out, all destinations tend to become ever more similar. Agreed. Yeah, Key and Peel are pretty uh, amazing. I uh, 
I don't think I've ever like seen their show. I just put like YouTube on and watch all their clips. Just basically like watching their show, I guess. And uh, I would say they have a very good uh, success rate with their skits. I would say out of every skit that I've watched to theirs, I would say I would say about like ninety percent I've enjoyed. Very, very, uh, very good. Um, it's, it's not Blumhouse, right? Blumhouse movies. Uh, he makes he makes pretty good movies too. I liked Get Out a lot. Get Out was pretty amazing. Us, Us was okay. I didn't, I didn't like the, uh, I, I wanted more. I knew it doesn't make sense. I, I don't, I don't like a gigantic, uh, um, some, if you're going to stretch reality, it has to stretch really far. You can't like put it in, in normal. So you can't say, oh, look, a dog, a dog, but the dog's actually not a dog. It's a giraffe. Like what, what? Or, or, or. Or if you're gonna say that it was a dog and it became a giraffe, you have to explain how it became a giraffe. Uh, if that's like the one thing you're changing, I don't like. I don't like. Uh, I don't know. It's it was well shot and the acting was good, but the the premise was like, wait, there's people living underground, but they're eating they're eating rabbits. How long were they down there for? There's, it's, it's, I don't know. It's what are you gonna do? But yeah, the, his his new movie coming out looks pretty good. We'll see. Well, you know, everything... Uh, actually, I haven't seen the new Candyman movie. I think that's about him, too. Uh, caller, are you there? This Candy... Yeah. This Candyman and horror movie? Like... But, wait, how did I say that? Did I say that right? You don't know Candyman? No. Really? Wow. I thought uh-huh. that was like a uh, cult... I thought that was ingrained in culture. It's the uh, uh, oh, dude yeah. with the hook for a hand. Where's his name? He talked loudly. He was on Star Trek a couple times, too. Get his name. Oh, crap. Yeah, you say his name three times. <laughs> if you say Candyman in the mirror three times, he comes in and kills you. I thought that was Beetlejuice. Well, Beetlejuice doesn't really... Beetlejuice will have sex with you and humiliate you and use you. He might kill you. Uh, or Bloody so Mary, there's out. Bloody Mary and Beetlejuice and uh, Candyman. <clears throat> that's let's look up that actor's name. He's great. I did look. Well, I mean, Get Out was good. I kind of. I mean, I, I liked it. Underlying narrative. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. It was, Todd. It was done good. Uh, yeah, and, and it made sense. Like, even though it was like, you know, oh, we're going to hypnotize people and take their brains out. They kind of explained what they were, they were doing enough. Did you see, did you see, uh, Us? Did you see that movie, Us? Uh, no. Oh, no, no. I, I know what you're talking about, too. I'm so far behind on, like, trying to catch up on, like, everything that I want to watch. It's, uh, overwhelming at this point. You don't have enough time to to sit down and, not, and watch something. What do you, no, not really. What do you do when you eat when you oh. eat food? You don't watch you don't watch uh, the, the glorious uh, idiot box while you're eating. Ninety <laughs> percent uh, of the time, I'm watching Jeopardy on a weeknight. Jeopardy. While I'm eating. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> but how could you answer any of the questions on Jeopardy if all you watch is Jeopardy? Um, 
I have a thing called the internet. Oh, yeah, but like, what if what if uh, whoever's hosting it is like uh, the the main plot line that didn't make any sense in the movie Us? Oh no, there's a lot of stuff that I don't get. I mean, there's stuff beyond that that you're like, how the hell do they even like French, like 12th century French poetry? So what about and Jeopardy? Like, Who the hell knows that? And then people start getting the answers right. And they're like, wow. Do you watch Jeopardy for the contestants, the host, the questions, the competition? Um, what is what do you what do you like about Jeopardy? Uh, it's more of a uh, time honored tradition kind of thing. <laughs> I think I've watched it since close to the eighties. So. So it's just something that see that's kind of like what I was talking about earlier. Like you, the part you don't even know why you're watching Jeopardy. You just did at some point, and now you do too. Yeah, and I mean I enjoy. I mean it's always fun to topics that you know that you get like everything on. That, that you, you do get that, that little hit of dopamine. Like, you feel you well, feel special. I am really smart. And then like the next category, you feel like you're dumb. Do you call? Do you call all the answers out? Like out What's loud, that? do you when the, when you when you uh, watch Jeopardy? Do you no, go not, like not, not when I'm what with, is dog? Not when I'm alone. Oh, but when I'm you're with, with people, you do it. Yeah, if I'm with, it, I mean, if I'm with family, because usually that was it was always something that we sat around and watched. Uh, and you would Jeopardy all scream out the answers. Would you scream out wrong yeah, answers too? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You scream out stuff that's like stupid, like funny kind of stuff, you know, that didn't even make sense. But like you knew nobody was going to get it. What is so, I know the, the answer? The one time when I was <laughs> I was staying with my dad, and uh, the TV in the bedroom that I was staying in was like uh, I don't know, like six or seven seconds ahead of him, <laughs> and I was getting answers right, like left and right, because <laughs> my TV was passing his, and I was calling him out down the hall, and. Uh, <laughs> It's like, he's like, because I, I remember like a couple times he was like come down and it's like, man, I can't believe you really know all that. Like, wow, you really been, uh, you really been uh, hitting the books hard and whatever. And you should be like that. It's then, because uh, of you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> after, like, yeah, after, after about three weeks, he had come down the hall and was standing there, and I didn't realize it, and I was calling out the answer. <laughs> and then he. <laughs> Like you son of a bitch, <laughs> and I started laughing, and then he started laughing because he totally got the joke because it was kind of his humor. So. He was like, "My son's stupid, thank God." He doesn't <laughs> know all these answers. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, for my dumb Because <laughs> if I if he knew all that shit and I don't, then he that'd be a. <laughs> I should know this stuff, not him. Damn it. How did he know this? (laughs) Um, Yeah, Jeopardy's fun. I like Jeopardy. You could always put that on it and watch it. I like any game show, though. Like, pretty much any game show, I'm just like, yeah, this is fine. I can watch this. I think. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, even like uh, Family Feud kind of got, you know. Oh, yeah. I always put, whenever I hit uh, see Steve Harvey. I'll leave that on for like a couple seconds. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like a few answers, whatever they're asking. 
and if you get one right. I do I do like watching uh the old really really old like 60s and shit like cuz people just acted differently. They'd be smoking and doing like cocaine. Or, uh, what's the one that they've redone with the the guy from Blackness or Blackish whatever that I can't think of his name. What was what's the show? Um where, like, all the, those people come out and... Oh, to tell the truth, I think it is. Oh, like when they have, like, a, like their partner with them or something? Well, no, they have, like, three people come out and they all claim to be some person, like, uh, uh, if it's a gymnast or whatever. And they don't talk and they ask them questions mm-hmm. like, oh, have you ever farted yeah, yeah. in public? Yeah. And they're like, yes. And like, you are... Uh... You are totally down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, that's uh, that was a decent show. But that would just be embarrassing to I'm be I'm talking on. about the, the old version, though. They had, like, the old version with all the uh, classics. Like, Betty White was on that a lot. Do you know who what uh, game shows they do now? It's... TV's pathetic. There, okay, have you, have you ever seen, like, the, the Lego building competition game show on TV? Yeah, I... I didn't watch it, but I did. You've heard see, of it. Uh, bits and pieces of it. Yeah, just here and there. And I was kind of like, uh. Do you know what they have now? They have fucking domino competitions. Like, 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 like. Dominoes. Setting up dominoes? Yes, to they, set, they have contestants first? setting up dominoes. And then they knock it oh, down okay. at the last thing. And there's like commentators yelling and screaming. Oh my god, is it gonna hit the fucking next domino? Oh, this is a real bit I'm like, what is what is this is real? Is this real? Like the Lego thing, like they I have, kinda get it, it's kinda artistic. This one is just this is oh They have a competition tag that's on ESPN. Yeah, they they have to tag each other. It's like a little jungle gym they're running around. Yeah, yeah, you've seen it, then. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah that first time that I saw it, I was like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, really? Is this, is this like, made up? Is this some sort of, uh, are they LARPing me right now? Or <laughs> <laughs> and who's watching it? Is, are they making money? Is, is, is this a money-generating <laughs> industry? <laughs> What? I don't know because is, is there somebody around that's sitting around going like, "Oh yeah, there's Billy Joe Jimbot. He's he's really quick out there on that jungle gym. <laughs> he gets through there. He can't get tagged at all." It's so it's 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 weird because I don't think there's any money involved. I think they're just putting this on TV to make us stupider. It's like let's just because there is cornhole cornhole really, really already stupid. on. I mean, I, I, I didn't want to go with that. I mean, that's I think everybody knows that cornhole was on TV. <laughs> no. In the age of 2020, since that's like they put cornhole on TV. Well, there's the Olympics so. too, you know. They, there's like lawn darts, jumping yeah, over sticks. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> weird things that people watch and get entertainment out of. But uh, huh, I th- it's it's ser- I think they're just like like Star Trek. They're they're just making really stupid TV like. Eh. What was yeah, the last like smart thing you watched? Any, well, I guess like Jeopardy. Just watching, it's like watching a train wreck almost. I guess those are kind of fun to watch. Not, 
Well, I, yeah, but still, I mean, it's like bad though. Wouldn't you rather have like stuff that's compelling that you want to watch? Yeah, I mean, push so the narrative forward. Do something different. Yeah. Dude, it's like repeat the same stuff or do something really, <laughs> really stupid. It's like what? What? There's, there's got to be more to this. I don't know. It gets seems like it gets dumbed dumbed down more and more all the time too. Jeopardy. I was watching a. Uh, uh, I used to. Well, I still do like it. The uh, Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego? I was watching a, a special about the TV show. That show was it was crazy. It was a um it only was on for a couple seasons, but they would make like 60 episodes within 3 months. They because they sold it to PBS and uh most of the questions in the game are all wrong now. That's why they don't rebroadcast it because maps have changed. <laughs> Because like they're like, where is uh, the USSR? Oh, there it is. Okay, well, if, if that doesn't exist anymore. So <laughs> <No> the <laughs> so the show is God no longer damn, valid. <laughs> but that was a yeah, that was a fun show. They, how many episodes and how many months? I think they did. They did like a crazy number in a small amount. I I said, said sixty yeah, in three like months, 60 but I think in it's three months. Wow, that's crazy. It was that's a very uh, fast and frantic production line. Uh, I don't know how hmm. I can look that up. I'll look it up later. I'll tell you later. Next week, I'll tell you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that show? I don't. I didn't watch it extensively, but. I knew somebody that was on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't think he won. There was a very small percentage of people actually won, but I knew somebody that was on it, and they showed me the video clip. I was like, that's funny. Um, have you ever been on a, a TV show? <laughs> like in the audience um, or anything? In the background? No, I've been in the audience. <laughs> I've been in the audience uh, a couple times. Uh, twice. I can't think of uh... I know the one time for certain. What show is it? <laughs> it was uh, in the background of uh, ABC Wide World of Sports for a uh, <laughs> a PBR event, a professional bowlers uh, <laughs> tour event on ABC Sports. Can you and believe you they have the people on TV have... rolling balls? They take balls and they roll them. Yep. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I hit the pins. And uh, I was in the background in the bowling. most uncomfortable sweater that I've ever had in my life. Really? And it was itchy and nasty, and my mom made me wear it to go there. <laughs> you were in a itchy sweater at a bowling yeah. event. Did you Did you get laid? Uh, no, no, not at <laughs> all. I was, I, well, I was probably hitting puberty right around then. I don't know. Um, so, but... Yeah, I was in the back. You could see me every once in a while when the camera would pan. I'm going to find that. Because they find had that a clip. Like a tape delay. There's a tape delay, and they were giving you Jeopardy answers weeks before. The question feeding was. me, though. <laughs> week before. What was uh, whatever that big 
Jane Show scandal that they talked about that everybody talked about of like the fifties or whatever. And they made the movie. He was like CIA. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Ah, I think that was all bullshit. <laughs> Have you ever been on a television show? I was on This Week in Tech. Is that a TV oh. show? Who who hosts that show? Uh, Leo Leo Le Sexport. Oh my god, the dude that showed his junk? <laughs> <laughs> Several times. I was also, uh, I don't, you probably have never heard of this, but uh, the Steam Pipe Alley show. How many episodes were you on? Because I, I used to watch that show quite a bit. I don't, uh, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I, I don't remember you on Leo's show. <laughs> uh, it was an April 1st episode with John C. Dvorak. What did you talk about? Uh, I was just there. <laughs> John oh. brought me in front of the camera. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, yeah, there's, a, there's an artist here, Nick. And he brought me up, and I was I was very nervous. I was like, I didn't know this was happening. I was just coming to see the show to say hi to John. And then he dragged my ass on you there. The eye, you want the eye candy for the audience? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leo, like dick pic. Do a little pirouette up there. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of the Steam Pipe Alley show? Or is that was just like very unheard of with Mario, not Mario Lopez, there's some other Mario. A very flamboyant Mario. Uh, Mario Kentone. I think that was it. Yeah, but I never, I never saw the show. I know who Mario Kentone is. Did he? <laughs> he used to do pieces on uh, what was it? It was that sh- that night <laughs> that like late show that made fun of all the morning talk shows on like uh, E. I can't think of the name of it. They had like multiple hosts. I I know Greg Kinnear hosted it at one point. Uh, talk soup? No. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, that's it. Talk to. That was a great show. Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm just looking at Steam Pipe Alley now because I'm like, what the fuck was that? That was such a weird show. It's like they were interviewing people. <laughs> I remember the episode was on. Uh, there was uh, six from Blossom was on that episode. I was like, oh, there's six from Blossom. Was that the girl that wore the weird hat? Oh, no. Blossom wore the hat. Yeah, Blossom had the weird hat. Um, uh, Six was her friend. I don't don't know. She was... uh, I wonder where she is now. But I'm I'm doing searches for... Oh, wow. It's already midnight in the sewer. We're 11 past. Wow. Holy cow. Uh, Caller? Is there is there anything you'd like to say to the sewer chat? <clears throat> Caller? Oh crap. Uh let's play uh Benjamin with a jazz guitar.
I was furiously pressing each key on my Bakelite phone, wondering why the hell you're late for midnight in the sewer. I could not press buttons fast enough, but it kept going to voice. Sorry, buddy. I tried. But I missed you. You came around eventually. Uh, I need a favor, buddy. What's going on? Do you keep good, um, you keep good, uh, you're amenable with all your, your vendors, your sponsors, your commercials? Yeah, yeah, sponsors? yeah, I got the money tight, the money's tight, yeah. Yeah, um, kind of had a little bit of a meltdown with that, uh, Hitachi fat boy. The and big one? kind of timely that you might replay that because I need that promo code to get a refresh. I think I could do that for you. Oh, I'd really, I mean, we would really appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, how's, uh, how's that, uh, fat boy, uh, Zindu doing? this year don't forget your ritual candles every ritual candle bought from the dark sewer network are 100% guaranteed to be blessed by the satanic pope himself so thick so full of power so ritual Order your ritual candles on the Dark Sword Network today. 917-719-5923. Oh man, I actually cannot find the Hitachi, Hitachi Fat Boy. Uh, um, where is that? Here's the Ninja 3 one, but... How come it's not coming up? I can't... Diane, where is the promo for it? He is the most feared and powerful warrior. A ninja who breaks from ancient tradition and explodes onto America. His soul possesses the body of an innocent woman and transforms her into a lethal assassin. Who are you? 
her only hope, the Master Ninja. Where Revenge of the Ninja left off, Ninja 3 begins. An epic struggle of superhuman strength and supernatural forces. Ninja 3, The Domination. Nah, I can't find it. I looked. Uh, I looked for Hitachi and Fat Boy. It's it's something about like a nuclear. Might be like a nuclear battery. Maybe. Fuck. Ah. Whatever. We'll find it later. If I find it later, I'll play it. It's somewhere. It's still there somewhere. Ah. Core is banquet. Core is banquet. There's a lot of Coors Banquet in uh, that Cobra Kai show. That show's got to end soon, man. Actually, I think it's already over after this. How many times get kids get in a fight? It's, it's very repetitive. It's entertaining, but... The Nuclear Orgasmatron 5000? <laughs> Sex toys are going to be crazy in the future. Imagine if you like showed somebody like your grandpa, your the current day sex toys. They would they'd be like, "What the heck?" I had I had sandpaper and mayonnaise. What is this? And I can't wait to be a uh, super duper old, and then like. Talk to some kid, like, hey, kid, hey, kid, what's the current, what's the current sex toy? It's probably just going to be on Jeopardy. I'll put Jeopardy on, and they'll be talking about uh, what is the number one sex toy for, it's the Hitachi Fat Man. And it's like, oh, wow, I heard about the Hitachi Fat Boy sex toy, but I didn't know that was going to be a real thing in the future. Could happen. Time is coming for you. I was, uh, was going to go see a movie. But I was running late, so I couldn't make it. going to see The uh, the Cut, I think it was called. I think it's about some moil. I don't know. Uh, but the, the, the Batman movie came out. Batman should stay away from like meeting halls and stuff. Whenever there's somebody that wants to say, hey, like Bruce Wayne, like, hey, Bruce Wayne, let's go to a, go to a meeting and they try to talk to him. It's usually a bad guy there or something. Uh, we could, you're burning beeswax candles. The Bruce is loose. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick uh, look through the old mailbox. If you email me at Nick the Rat, Nick at NickTheRat.com, and you put gas blast in the title, I will read it on the air. Gas blast. I sometimes like to open up the uh, 
the sewer valve and let the gas blast right through. It's just, you know, it's it's late at night. We can do that. We can see what's coming through the tubes. Uh... Let's see, what did the aliens say to the slice of bread? What? Let's listen to another song really quick. Well, I'll be right back. This is Mr. Excellence with Yellow Flicker Beat.
stuff is popular sometimes, you know? Why why is it popular? Why do people like it? That's what uh, art is a very strange thing. Like when you it's it's also work too. Work and art um I'll, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to describe my thought right now. I'm going to probably fail and it's going to be horrible. But what but uh, especially with like computers and technology and tools, but there's there's a there's there's an easiness to create stuff. Now, if an artist could create something easily, is does that make it bad? I don't really think so. It, it's uh, the the it's 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 got a it's got a it's got a certain feel to it. It's it's a it's a cheap cheap uh it's a cheap tool, but she uses it well. What did she say? I don't even know what she was saying. Does anybody even know what the hell will this work? Diane, can you give me a... But that was also like a remix, too. That was like somebody just put a beat on top of it and probably redid a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, but, but it's like there's there's filters, there's there's effects, there's, there's, uh, there's easy ways to do everything. But it depends on how you put it together and if it's insulting or not i guess anything could be insulting to anybody i don't know my ears are full of mayo <sighs> whatever happened to metric i want <laughs> yeah, why would i wait did you put okay uh, johan fletcher just said to not take his opinion seriously that he is tarted, but he's a musician. Why would I not take your opinion about? I know what you're saying, but I still played it on the show because I thought it was enjoyable. Call her. In the smoker or in the sewer. Wrong call. Sorry. This is the smoker. So, it is the smoker. Well, hot awesome. damn. Yeah. So you, you know about uh, Moore's law, right? The Where more is computer, the better. Yeah. But uh, so computing is supposed to double in processing power every couple of years or something like that. And transistor size shrinks. Well, I'm sure there's a pill for that. But I was wondering how that kind of affects society if processing power is able to double at such a significant speed and double and double. Like, how do algorithms work? Do those just get significantly better? And are we forced to... You could just do more algorithms. It's just more processing power. You could crunch numbers... In parallel, more. But but what do you do with the numbers? Is what matters. It's um, it's like the tools. Like we all have hands, right? I've only got two hands. I haven't doubled up on hands yet. Well, you you can't double up on hands. But uh, have you seen? Have you ever went to a museum and looked at like a marble statue or something? Yes. Can you do that shit? 
Maybe. I don't know. Some people have. And what do they use? Two hands. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, and they had cheap-ass chisels and little blocks of wood, and they they also had a lot more time. Whereas now we've we've designated all our time and skills to microprocessors and whatnot and given up our imagination to uh, computer realities instead of sitting there and attempting to evolve our imagination on our own. I think it's expanded our imagination. I think there's a, I think it's, there's more in uh, control over the imagination, but it's just another tool and it's a very fun tool and it, people are just stupid. People have always been stupid just because uh, there's a lot of time back in the day. Uh, they don't tell you about what the stupid people were doing back then. They only tell you about the guys that made the, the statues because they had a lot of time and they did that. But I'm sure there are people doing uh, horrible, disgusting things. <laughs> yeah, probably. Those guys wouldn't make the history books because they didn't know how to write. So, let's get something out of that. So society's not doomed due to Moore's Law. We're not going to double up on our speed to a catastrophic failure. We're going to keep plugging along at the regular pace of plebs. It's, it, we'll it'll okay. end one day. But who knows how it's going to end and why even think about that? Well, I don't think humans are going to end it, I think. I think being on this uh, giant space dish floating through the, the ether, we got giant space rocks that'll come down and There could be like a new, like hybrid frog that kills us all or something. Who who the fuck knows how we're going to die as a species? Species? You're going to die one day. Everything. Uh, I'm still in denial on that. The jury's still out. I'm working on this. uh, You're calling from Egypt? Life potion. That's a weird number. No, no. Fuck ancient Egypt. I'm a part of the new Egypt. Yeah, but you said denial. I haven't decided what the flag looks like yet, though. Make it uh, check like a like one of those PNG, like when you have the transparent backgrounds. Make it the the transparent background texture. Oh, that's pretty smart. I think we can go into business. We've got ourselves a business ahead of us. Uh, you can employ the dark sewer scientists, and I'll work on the marketing of this. And we can can march across the land and take it for ourselves. How do you think it's going to end? Is it going to be a a computer glitch? Asteroid? Well, if it's a computer glitch, the Matrix will just blue screen a death and we won't even know. But as far as uh, humanity, unless it's the uh, super radiation of the sun that blows up and takes us out. That's going to happen. don't see humanity dying. Uh, not up until that point. We've Humanity has survived a handful of other catastrophic events, bringing us down to a mere thousand or so people. And uh, we've Noah's arced our way out of that situation a handful of times. So, yeah, not, not until the, uh, the sun explodes will we be gone and, Hopefully, some of us will have built uh, star destroyers and gone off to a galaxy far, far away and 
populate other planets. But then you start watching TV shows or uh, whatnot called, like, Europa, where we sent people to one of the moons of Jupiter and we found some crazy fucking alien and the whole space crew died. That was a terrible movie the way it ended, but it was exciting to see science. People aren't willing to sacrifice themselves for science the way they think they are when when you watch a movie like Europa. Do you have a do you have a vehicle of any any type? I've got one or two. Do you name them? Do you have a name for your vehicle? Yeah. What 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 what's what's the name you use for your vehicle? I've got I've got one that's called the Tramp. The other <laughs> one goes by the Coochie or the Living Room. One is named Barb. Wow. I've had the wife. I've had the girlfriend. And there's been a couple that haven't had names. You've named a vehicle the wife and the girlfriend? Yeah. And you should see not. what uh, women say when fucking you tell them that those are the names of your cars. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to go take a, take a ride in the wife. Oh, well, the the Suburban, is, that was the, that's the coochie. Everybody get all up in my coochie I'm going for a ride. But, we yeah. need to get you a boat. Uh, take the tramp around. Uh, I have a boat. I just haven't named the boat. I don't want to break a champagne bottle on the side of it. Probably sink the damn thing. Hmm. We could probably come up with a good name for a boat. Let's see. Take a. Take a. Oh, what do you What do you do on a boat? You take a swim. You take. You don't take a swim. You take a a, a float. It depends. It de- well, it depends on the boat. I've got a raft. And that the raft is for floating. the The aluminum fishing boat that's for fishing. And I miss the days of uh, friends having uh, pontoon boats. Those are the boats where you get the lawn chair out. It's got the uh, the green astro turf on there, and you just putz around the lake or the river all fucking day. Okay, I'm getting some from get putts and pontooning. Uh, the poontang pontooning put. Let's go. Let's go pontooning on my poontang. We call it the poontang. Poontang one. Uh, poontang one. <laughs> Does it come with women, or do I have to fish them out of the water? I, but you could. There's probably a couple down there. It might be a little bloated. (laughs) I don't have enough clothespins to pinch off the nose on that one, then. Man, I'll find a way. You know, when there's there's life and things are going along, there's it's it's not going to stop. It's going to keep going until something bigger comes and it covers you up. And then we got zombies that dig out from the underneath. Zombies. You think we're crazy enough to create zombies? Or you think we'll actually uh, stop and pull the plug before we get that far? I don't think that we're doing enough fun with 
our technology. Like there, there used to be times where like, oh, we're gonna try to talk to the dead or reach space aliens or something. But today, science is used for nothing. It's made for like upgrading your phone. It's like, oh, we're gonna make your phone spying on you even more. Why not? Well, talking to the dead isn't a, isn't a technology. That's something that's built within humanity. We have that skill and that ability. We just have forgotten it. We haven't been taught it. We've killed we off should, all our fucking witch doctors and replaced them with people in white lab coats. We should have new witch doctors. We should have much better witch doctors today. The money that we're spending is being squandered. Like, there's studies all the fucking time like, oh, this year coffee's bad for you. Oh, coffee's good for you. Oh, wine wine is good for your brain. Oh, no, alcohol is going to shrink your brain. Like, there's money being wasted constantly in the world of science for things that aren't cool. We should be blowing money on recording conversations with dead people. Well, I'm sure if Finding we invested my- in some Ouija boards and some fancy microphones, we'd be okay. Kumquats. <laughs> No, you 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 say money's money is wasted on all these studies, and I see it as uh, opportunities to make money. As long as you're willing to to spin it how they want to hear it spun. Yeah, but they're spinning it in ways that it's 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 dumb ways. There should be cool ways that we're spending money. We should be like, how could we make sure cats don't get stuck in trees or something? I don't know, like something useful. Or something groundbreaking, like uh, isn't cats getting stuck in trees a good thing for you though? For me, yeah, that's, I, that's why I, I mean, want to learn about it so I can get them up there quicker. <laughs> Catapults. Uh, well, I mean, we got we got crowdfunding abilities, and we got the value for value model, and we got people all chiming in and having a conversation to be able to at least spark the ideas and. Maybe if we're lucky enough and kind enough to share and invest our time and energy that we can gather our own little tribes to be able to research and build something glorious glorious ourselves, just so long as it doesn't become a Tower of Babel. Now now I'm going to have to tell a story I didn't want to tell earlier, because you said, you said the word tribes. Uh, you're welcome. I'm I'm glad I could unlock this story for you. I don't want you to unlock this story. This story should not be told. It's a dumb story, but it happened. It was true. Okay. Well, I will say good night, and I look forward to the story, sir. Get the hell out of here. I can't believe you're going to make me tell this story. (sighs) Sucks. All right. Let Let me just tell the story quickly in my head before I say it out loud. There was a bachelorette party, and one of the bachelorettes wanted to make a shirt that said, like, Rat Tribe or something. And then there was another rat that was part of the bachelorette party that was like, Tribe is a, it's a, it's a spicy word. You might not want to put Tribe on a fucking shirt. 
And but there was a lot of Jewish ratchelorettes in in the ratchelorette party, and they were like, "But where there's like like half of the ratchelorettes here are Jewish. There was Jewish tribes, weren't there?" It, okay, let's we're gonna listen to a song over here. Weird how people get edgy about you fucking living your life. Uh, Cooper Canal with uh, When Johnny Comes. You better close your eyes because, well, boy. Marching home. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, where I've uh, drank several Coors Banquet. I'm having a banquet in the sewer. Where, uh... <laughs> got open lines tonight. Talking about anything and whatever. Because, uh, Hey, why not do that sometimes? You need a... Uh, there's a lot of time wasted, which is... It sucks. It's a, it's, it's a really bad feeling when you waste time. I, I feel that even tiny accomplishments are always a good thing. So I like to do little small things and little chunks. Pop, 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 pop. It's little hits of serotonin. And I feel like I'm I'm doing something. As opposed to uh, not doing anything, you know? If you're not doing anything, then you're not creating. If you're not creating, then the, the culture is not coming. Hello, hello, caller. Hey. 
Can you lower your radio? Can you lower your radio? It's off, I think. Oh, I have headphones on. Oh, you know what? Hold on, there might be another screen playing. Yeah. Can you hear it? Wait, wait, wait. Let's do a test. Hold on one second. All right, we're good. Hello? We're good. Okay, good, good. I hear you. How are you doing now? You were talking about wasting time? Yeah. Yeah. Are you wasting time now? No. Because so it's good. Being, You're it's in good recorded. shape there, man. There's a, That's the whole thing. There's government yeah. recordings of this, so... Uh, it's definitely not time. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure this fucking rat at your studio is documenting all this and fucking publishing it. It's out of control. When, when can I talk to him too? I gotta, I gotta talk to him about a few things. What do you, what do you need? What do you need to know? Oh, is this Mick? No, it's not. I thought this was this. No, this is a screener. It's a screener. It's a screener. It's a screener. It's a screener. Oh, well, I, I had a couple of things uh, I wanted, like, you know, he said we could talk about anything, and I was wondering what he thought about subliminal messaging. Well, we don't want to waste and, like, next time with, uh, with uh, so like, a topic that, what did you want to talk to him about, about subliminal messaging with? I was just like, if, you know, if, if it's like, if it, if it works. Or like if any of the ads, like the old ads and stuff. Have you ever like the, given the, money to NickTheRatRadio.com? Have I sent money? This, uh, sometimes subliminal messaging could work. It depends on if the audience is uh, – it's how well trained they are by the government or not I don't know. trained at all. I was listening to a MoFax show, though, and – he was talking a little bit about, you know, programming. I think that's what you're talking about. You can program people to do things like donate money places. Also listen to Hog Story because it's a great podcast. Hog Story's good. Also, yeah, MoFacts. Listen to MoFacts. Listen to every, you know, there's a lot of great stuff being created out there. Um, donate to that Darren O'Neill guy. Yeah, he's kind of cool. Darren O. Right? Yeah, he's cool. He's super cool. And, and fucking Larry, I don't. Some people think Larry's uptight, man. I, I just, I think he's on point. Oh no, Larry is way cooler than Darren O. Well, Darren O's, he's got a whole thing going on. You can't judge those kind of people. On a real cool scale, like Larry. You know, Larry's like normal and just good at shit. They're special, you know. Well, he, he could also do. I mean? uh, he could also do some uh, some good photoshops too. Um, yeah. Larry, well, Larry cool. is uh, Larry's too cool for podcasting, though. Like whenever I hear Larry talking, I'm like, he's just too cool. I like this guy. Man, fuck that shit, man. You get where Larry is, and you, you, you'll you be the same. You know what I mean? He's not too cool. I'm like his latest that he's willing to share. You know what I mean? He's a pretty cool dude, man. Do you ever he's see his OnlyFans? Cool. Cool. It's uh, 
see that? Larry has an OnlyFans. I haven't seen it yet. Pretty good. What's it called? Women Party 3? No, no, no. He's not that old. He, he has one? <laughs> Larry's, uh, he covers himself in butter to match his smooth voice. Oh, sweet. It's, Larry covers himself in butter to match his smooth voice. Wow. Do you, uh, yeah. who's your favorite, um, t- uh, like radio host? Do you have a, do you like radio too? Other than, uh, podcasting? Well, when I used to drive at night a lot, George Norrie, man, come on. You George Norrie? I, I think he was, yeah. Really? I think I guess maybe yeah, I have to give him a chance. Yeah. I have a I have an unfounded dislike for George Norrie. For well, come on, he, he kind of came in and stole the show. That's why but, I, I don't know. like him. But I've never actually listened to George Norrie because he stole the show. Yeah, but see, you see, he stole the show, and I saw carry my brother up the hill. I think Art Bell still made a ton of money off that. Oh no, yeah, that's that's like the other thing. Like he 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 needed, he needed somebody to do work man. for him. He's like, I need somebody to do some work, and George Snorri definitely stood in and did a whole bunch of work for him. And and that guy would go places Art never would, you know. Art went on a and, couple a uh, couple cruises to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't George go down to Mexico and stuff and I thought he went down there to the pyramids. He did a few things. He had some interesting people on. I've never I, been to I, I'm so glad the internet didn't exist during most of that. I'd still be there, you know. Going do, do the bacteria really poop gold? I gotta get some of the bacteria and feed them slate, you know. I, I was it's going crazy. Slate with quartz in it, you know. I wish but, uh, uh, yeah, you know. I wish I wish Art wasn't so uh, obsessed with money. He was very into money. I, I, it's good for him. I know he that was good for him, but I wish he wasn't. Value up and, and send it out. However, good for him. Like he must have had yeah. fu money by the two thousands. I would hope. Does do you think? Yeah. Did, do you think he had a lot of money, Art Bell? He did pretty good for himself. When you syndicate like that and you own the show, because he started out of his own thing. You know, that was real. Like, he was, he had his own little tower and he, he broadcast from there and then when he syndicated. Uh, yeah, but then he went to Sirius. But then, uh, you know, it's weird. I think Sirius Radio is run by aliens or the government and they were brainwashing, like, controversial hosts and, and converting them by giving them tons of money. So that's all part of, you know, they corrupt everybody with that. See, that's why, you know, everybody gets hit with the money. And and then the beast has you in its jaws and it just chomps on you and chews you up like gum and eats you up and shits you out and you end up in the sewer, man. That's just what's happening now, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Howard Stern and used to be cool. And then serious, serious Reed, Howard Stern, he was a... Uh... Yeah. He was cool. And then Sirius Radio got their hands into him, and then he seemed to change into some other weird creature. Uh, He was always kind of a dick, 
you know, but everybody thought he was cool because he was kind of a dick, but you know, and he could, he could, he just have everyone's skills and he could probably read a lot better than me. But he was still always kind of a dick, you know. He would just talk. I liked I liked Howard Stern because he would talk about stuff that was just different. I'm like, oh, he's saying different things. Okay. Yeah, now he wants people put put in jail for what they say. <laughs> now, now he's saying, you know, I'm like, saying fuck that guy. Well, yeah, because I, and the change happened with Sirius Radio. Now Art Bell didn't really yeah. change with Sirius Radio, but it kind of cut off his uh, connection with the masses. It was like more money well, and less I, I think the internet made him more popular than ever. Oh, well, I think radio did. I was, when you're just tuning through the dial and you land on Art Bell and you listen to what he's saying. Oh, my God. Like, what? That, was, what? Was that was great. That was amazing. And Dude, that's why I, I, got I right. was seven, 17 in 1988 driving across the country uh, with, with a, a band in an old diesel milk truck. And you're going from Kansas City to somewhere in Nebraska, and you hear and snoring dudes. That's like that's a lifesaver. I can't imagine how many lives that guy saved by keeping dudes interested and chicks. Oh yeah, know? or in the way in the shit out of them. Either way, it worked. It's like, <laughs> come on, man, shut the fuck up. You were not calling me from another planet. But, you know, maybe, because that was kind of, could have been something, you know. So. I'm, I'm happy he switched off of political news. Like, I, I always kind of uh, sort of aligned with his political views, but he said some, you listen to some things that he said, and you're like, wow, that was, that was a little. Uh... I'm I'm pretty sure that, you know, he, he, man, I think pop culture gets corrupted and extra messaging gets through to these people and they figure out a spook to put on to figure it out to get their messaging out. Are you a spook? You know? I can't, can't tell you how many handlers I've met in my life. You know what I'm saying, man? They're fucking out of control. I've only met one FBI agent. Oh. And it was, at a, it was like at oh. a goth club. It was like she always went to this, like a goth club. It was like, oh, she's, she works for the FBI. Oh. Maybe that's a well, fucking lie. Maybe was, I, I got a story about me and a couple of DEA agents, but it's really not that fun. So <laughs> I wasn't at a golf club. I did end up in handcuffs, though. So. <laughs> you know. Yo, man, what, what, what's going on? I, I had stuff. Uh, Art Bell. That's a good one. That was a good question. Well, so, so, like, besides Art Bell, do you know who Sam Triple is? Have you ever checked him out? Sam Triple Mayonnaise? Triple E. Like the shores of Triple E. I do know the shores of Triple E. Sam, I might. I'm, I have a bad memory, but I have heard a lot of stuff. He's uh, got a is, podcast called Foil Hat. Hmm, a podcast. Not, I probably don't know it then. He's got a podcast called called Thinkful Hat. It's pretty cool. It's, you, you guys, I mean, I I can't believe you haven't been on his show yet. We should get you on there. Let's see. You should, you should go there. Hat. He would Sam love having a, a rat on. You know, I mean, who wouldn't? You're an adorable rat, man. I like Ew. his uh, logo art. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Well done. Is that? 
Oh, I thought that was a picture of him hanging out with uh, that wrestler that just died, Razor Ramon. But that's <laughs> it's, it's some other guy. It, it could be. I don't know. I'm not, I can't see the picture. I know. <laughs> just some. It's. Did, did you ever watch wrestling? Uh, I have been to a ballet before, but I try not to go to like what I call the fat man ballet. Um, you know, it's just something that. I never, I don't know. I'm into, well, well most people like were watching wrestling. I boxed at a, at a gym in an inner city and it was like in the golden gloves and, and boxing and shit. And then I did Kung Fu at night and I, you know, fake wrestling shit was for the birds. I'm all, I was also a national champion wrestler myself. So I was like, fuck those pussy faggots. I mean, like, I just wasn't into it, man. Huh. Playing grab ass and, and stomping around. You know, you might get your fucking teeth knocked out doing that shit, Nick. That's true. You know but it's, it's a, I'm not going to be a wrestler, but to, I've been to a, a like an amateur. <laughs> have you ever been to an amateur wrestling match? I was. I was at one in Brooklyn at Skank Fest <laughs> in the, in the uh, Brooklyn Bazaar. They did it downstairs. Did you have fun? I. Uh, it, it was kind of fun, man. And I know I was hating on wrestling, but I was just talking shit, man. Just talking hood shit, you know what I mean? I like, fucking guys are not from my neighborhood. I'll also, fuck them it's, up. it's still easy to hate on things. Like, I can hate on things, too, but I might hate on something that's also cool. So who knows? It's always good to hear a well, person. You should have picked on me for going to the ballet, man. Why? You Ballet's know? cool. I'm going to wear a tutu or something. You ever... Uh... You ever use a vibrator at the ballet? Well, my phone is always on vibrate. Uh, if I'm you got it because they'll throw you out. Something. They'll throw you out. Because I got caught with my phone ringer went on. You got to always put the vibrator on there. That's what, I'm, that's what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, and, and I keep it in my prison wallet, and I have an a, a iPad with me, and I text myself. So it's it's a lot of fun. You know? It, 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 it brings a show to a new level. Oh, I have to use the bathroom. Go, go. I'll talk to you later, man. Holy crap. Thanks for calling. I think, yeah. I, think I just peed myself. Bye. Don't be yourself. Go to the bathroom. I'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Bye. Let's listen to Caboodles with no dignity.
Guess what I'm allowed to say now? That that laptop did belong to Hunter Biden. So what other conspiracy theories down the line will we be able to openly communicate about? Hmm. First century began. Human evolution was at a turning point. Natural selection, the process by which the strongest, the smartest, the fastest reproduced in greater numbers than the rest, a process which had once favored the noblest traits of man, now began to favor different traits. Most science fiction of the day predicted a future that was more civilized and more... I'm just going to keep giving you 100% chef every day. I'll give you 125% chef. I don't know percentages, but just over that. I also thought that uh, Nick the Rat's pants now was kind of okay. I have a gorgeous photograph of it. And you look in those, I walk by it every time I go out of the front door. And I look at those eyes and the humor in them. The lilting laugh that says, oh, come off it, man. <laughs> Shiva, I recognize you. When you come to my door and you say, I'm so-and-so, I say, ha-ha, what a funny way God has come on today. <laughs> uh, there are all sorts of tricks, of course, that gurus play. They uh, say, well, we're going to put you through the mill. And the reason they do that is simply that you won't wake up until you feel you've paid a price for it. In other words, the sense of guilt that one has or the sense of anxiety is simply the way one experiences keeping the game of disguise going on. Do you see that? Supposing you say, I feel guilty. Christianity makes you feel guilty for existing. That somehow, the very fact that you exist is an affront. You are a fallen human being. I remember as a child when we went to the services of the church on Good Friday. They gave us each a colored postcard with Jesus crucified on it. And it said underneath, this have I done for thee. What doest thou for me? You know, you felt awful. You nailed that man to the cross. Because you eat steak, you have crucified Christ. Because you killed the bull. After all, you depend on it. Mithra. It's the same mystery. And what are you going to do about that? This have I done for thee. What doest thou for me? You feel awful that you just exist at all. But that sense, that sense of guilt is the veil across the sanctuary. Don't you dare come in. In order to, you know, in all mysteries, when you're going to be initiated, there's somebody saying, ah, 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 don't you come in. You've got to fulfill this requirement, of this requirement, of this requirement, of this requirement. Then we'll let you in. And so you go, 
you, you go through the mill. Why? Because this is, you are saying to yourself, I won't wake up until I feel I deserve it. I won't wake up until I've made it difficult for me to wake up. So I, I, I invent for myself an elaborate system of delaying my waking up. I put myself through this test and that test, and when I feel it's been sufficiently arduous, then I may at last admit to myself who I really am and draw aside the veil and realize that after all, when all is said and done, I am that I am, which is the name of God. And when it comes to it, that's really rather funny. They say in Zen, when you attain Satori, nothing is left to you at that moment but to have a good laugh. But naturally, uh, all masters, Zen masters, yoga masters, every kind of master, uh, puts up a barrier and says to you, he simply plays your own game. You know, we say anybody who goes to a psychiatrist ought to have his head examined. Because you, when you go to a psychiatrist, you define yourself as somebody who ought to have his head examined. Same way, uh, the Zen masters say anybody who studies Zen or comes to a Zen master ought to be given 30 blows with a stick. Because he was stupid enough to pose the question that he had a problem. But you're the problem. You, you put yourself in this situation. So it's a question fundamentally. Do you define yourself as a victim of the world or as the world? You can define yourself. You see, if you identify you with what you call the voluntary system of the nerves and say, only that's me, and that's really a rather limited amount of my total performance, what I do voluntarily, then you've defined yourself as the victim in the game. And so you are able to feel that life was a trap. Something else, whether it was God or whether it was fate or whether it was uh, the big mechanism, the system, imposed this on you. And you can say, poor little me. But you can equally well, and with just as much justification, define yourself not only as what you do voluntarily, but also what you do involuntarily. That's you too. Do you beat your heart or don't you? Or does it just happen to you? And if you define yourself as the works, then nobody's imposing on you. You're not a victim. You're doing it. Ladies didn't know that guys were different. I mean, different... It's very tough for chicks to realize that, that although we speak the same language, that you're, you can have babies. It's different... You, you're so, it's like no guy ever cheated on his wife, ever. But ladies would get hurt and want to leave the husband because they thought the husband's cheated and they never did cheat because what cheating means, I know. To a lady, means kissing and hugging and liking somebody. You have to at least like somebody.
Guys, that doesn't enter into it all the time. No. Ladies are one emotion, and guys detach. Not consciously detach, but they just do detach. Like a lady can't go through a plate glass window and go to bed with you five seconds later. But guys can have head-on collisions with Greyhound buses in disaster areas. Everybody's laying dead on the highway. Not only the hospital and the ambulance, the guy makes play for the nurse. How could he do a thing at a time like that? I got horny. What? You're hot. How could you be hot when your foot was cut off and you're dead? I don't know. He's an animal! He got hot with his foot cut off. I guess I'm an animal. What did you get hot at? The nurse's uniform. It's a moron, that's all. It's just an animal. No, it's... Guys detach and has nothing to do with them liking, loving. You put guys on a desert island, they'll do it to mud. Mud. So if you call your husband with mud, somehow you could get overseas there. Mud! Don't talk to me, that's all. You piece of shit, you leave me alone, that's all. Go with your mud, have fun. You want dinner, get your mud to make dinner for you, that's all. That's it. It's just that you can't get angry at them. You can't, you can't want to leave them for that at all. No, it's, um, you know, it's actually subjective, but in retrospect, I really get a kick out of it. That getting divorced, the only true get even device, because I'm really convinced that no guy ever leaves a chick, you know. When chicks get cold, they really get cold. That's, it's over, really. When it's over with them, it's over. And guys can't ever figure that out. They always figure it's one more time there. Yeah. And the guy's like, it's a kid. What? Bonk, bonk, bonk. Yeah, because it, I th- here's what I figured is. You always hear chicks say, you know, oh, I wish I could meet a man, you know, some, some dignity, and this guy, you know, guy can walk all over, you know, just be really a man, a man. But chicks don't know that it's, it's, guys are like dogs. You know, you take a dog, you beat the shit up, pow! Pow, keep coming back. Ladies are like cats. You yell at a cat once, Siamese cat, psh, they're gone. So that kind of quality that ladies are looking for, you really want a guy to act like a lady. Because there's a lady-like trait, that kind of spunk in it. With something like The X-Files or Art Bell's conspiracy radio show becoming so popular in the American culture, Conspiracy theory, obviously, is being talked about everywhere, and, and people are, are not trusting the government or the media or this and that. On the other hand, they believe anything. <laughs> well, that's, I blame that on the churches and the ignorance of the public at large. The major thing you should learn in any decent education is to how to judge and evaluate new sources of information. If I say to you... Uh, the people in the next apartment are all uh, zebra-striped and they fly around uh, three feet above the ground. How are you going to judge and evaluate that? Uh, well, there are all sorts of, one way of, what does it sound plausible to you, and other ways, how honest do you think I am? And There are lots of other ways, but most people have no standards of evaluation at all to judge between something that's plausible, something that's totally impossible, something that's possible but not probable, something that's probable but not yet proven, 
They don't have those distinctions because any teacher in the United States, and I think in most Christian countries, any teacher who's caught trying to teach children how to judge statements, immediately the whole school board, all the parents, and especially the local clergy come down on his case, and he or she gets fired, thrown out on their ass, has to find work in another field. You can't teach children to think it's against the law. So, of course, nobody has any standards how to judge whether Martians are in the White House or, or General Motors owns the president, or whether there are fetuses of extraterrestrials at Fort Bragg. Or, uh, they have no standards by which to judge, so they judge by whoever they heard speak most recently. Oh, that must be the truth. I just heard it five minutes ago. They don't have an attention span that goes more than ten minutes. And that's because they've never been taught how to use their brains. I used to advertise my seminars as how to use your brain for fun and profit. Most people don't even know how to use it for fun, much less than how to use it for profit. Yeah, I was going to have my teeth whitened, but then I said, forget that, I'll just get a tan instead. <laughs> I saw a billboard, it said, estimated at Lotto Jackpot, 55 million. See, I didn't know that shit was estimated. That would suck if you want to go, oh, we were off by two zeros. <laughs> we estimate that you are angry. I like rice. Rice is great when you're hungry and you want 2,000 of something. At 0800 hours, station time, the Romulan Empire formally declared war against the Dominion. They've already struck 15 bases along the Cardassian border. So, this is a huge victory for the good guys. This may even be the turning point of the entire war. There is even a welcome to the fight party tonight in the ward room. So, I lied. I cheated. I bribed men to cover the crimes of other men. I am an accessory to murder. But the most damning thing of all, I think I can live with it. And if I had to do it all over again, I would. Garrick was right about one thing. A guilty conscience is a small price to pay for the safety of the Alpha Quadrant. So I will learn to live with it. Because I can live with it. I can live with it. Computer. Erase that entire personal log. We're living among infinite possibilities of the prevalent philosophies of postmodernist peasantism that come out of the universities are really a major tragedy. The opportunities for progress and change of a part of the major absolutely tremendous. To anybody who tells you that we're running out of resources or running Mess, they're idiots. We can't run out of resources. Resources exist when the human mind sees how to use something. To say we're running out of resources is like saying we're running out of brain cells.
You timed that pretty well, caller. Thank right. you. I, I I've practiced. <laughs> you knew exactly when that. You're like, hey, I'm calling this song's over here. Yeah, my my computer froze up, so I uh, had to guesstimate uh, if the song was over or not. Stillwater. That, you recognize me without me saying the thing. That's cool. I remember your name. I remember your voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you know my voice. Like, normal people would know a friend's face. That's cool. I like that. Did I just dox you, though? I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. My voice? I feel like it's been out there for a while now. Yeah, but now point, people right? know that you're, you're Stillwater. Fuck. 
You didn't. No, no, no. Stillwater is my nickname, and so that's still cool. So don't give your last name, okay? Okay, I won't. Uh, so, how you been, dude? It's been, it's been a little while since we talked. Oh, spooky. Oh, water is your last name, isn't it? Still is your first yeah, name? Yeah, it's water. You're still... It's, it's just water, yeah. Uh, did you see the new Final Fantasy game that is based off of Final Fantasy 1? Well, like Stranger in Paradise. I, I heard about it, but I didn't see it yet. I've I've seen it a little bit. My fr- my friend's playing it. I got a I got a, a Final Fantasy nut friend. He's a he's been playing through the game. It's it's a it's interesting. You have to kill That's chaos cool. in it. Well, he well, wants to kill I chaos. Mean, you, you you played you, you played chaos. versions of the old uh, uh old timey versions of that game. Even if it's a, a newer port than the original, so uh, what what are the differences there? Oh, it's like a action adventure game now. Sort of like how uh, uh, Pokemon, with their latest Switch game, decided to make it more action open world. adventure rather open world. than I, it's. It looks like junk, though. I heard it's. I, it's. It's a cool idea. You go around and collecting Pokemon in a different way, but. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to pay attention to the different moves that you see different species use and stuff. And it's like, okay, that that is like a little bit more like a a field biologist uh just observing a- animals uh doing their thing, you know. Uh and I I I kind of like that angle, but every time every time it got to a point where it's like it, it was time to uh uh, listen to characters uh, talk about the plot. The plot of the story was never any interesting uh, thing about it yeah. because, I mean, there was no there. There's no real um, conflict. Like it's made for, it's there's made for only kids. very shallow emotional attachment to any of the uh content of the story do you think they could so, uh, no, he, do you think they will make a uh, pokemon for adults one day because one day in the future pokemon and kids are maybe it'll still match up like sesame street i guess but i mean do you, do you think they'll ever age pokemon to be like oh this is snorlax got drugs in them we could uh Becky, yeah, that's Becky why just he's sleeping OD'd. all the time is because he's just on downers all the time. <laughs> well, and and it's not even about that. Like you could you could do a PG level uh, story and make it engaging, uh, and I can say that with confidence because there, uh, like the very first uh, uh, like six and a half minutes of. Um, uh, like Pixar movies can set up a story that just hits you right in the feels and there's nothing raunchy or gritty or real world uh, like about it so much as it just hits the right emotional points. Is, is po- Pokemon and, is Japanese, right? Is it... Yeah, yeah. And typically the oh. Japanese are really great storytellers 
And I think that's why it's so, uh, it, it hurts me so much more to have to say that the, the story of the new Pokemon I'm going to say something very controversial right here. So I disagree with you. uninspired and shallow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with you. I'm going to say that the Japanese are not great storytellers. Well, I... Because I, I don't know the last Japanese great story stuff. I've read. And, and I'd say that based on the newer stuff, you were absolutely right. And my argument isn't that you're wrong, is that the Japanese have somehow, as far as their literature and their storytelling capabilities, has been stunted by something. And For me, it's stunted by language and, barriers because I can't read any Japanese possibly, stuff because yeah. I don't know the culture or the language or any of that. So it doesn't, trans, it doesn't translate very well into English. I, I agree with you on that, actually, by a whole bunch. Well, yeah, this because, is like stuff that I we mean, might think they're failing. They might be doing amazingly in, uh, in Japanese. I don't know. Maybe. Well, and, and, and when I was still studying literature and uh, the hermeneutics of, um, of written text, uh, I, I, I got this great book on um, uh, Japanese hermeneutics, which is how to interpret uh, literature is basically what hermeneutics means. And uh, I... I studied that in tandem with some of the most uh, difficult to grasp uh, uh, Japanese uh, literature at the time, and some of that was in anime. And, like, uh, if you look at uh, things like uh, Neon Genesis uh, Evangelion or uh, Serial Experiments Lane... Did you ever watch a One Piece? OVAs of Roroni Kenshin, those all have huge tie-ins with traditional Japanese literature. And traditional Japanese literature assumes that the reader or the consumer of the story is very intelligent and can pick up on the very subtle nuances of the story. I had a Kenshin wall scroll. Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I, I don't anymore, but I did like a long time ago. Oh, the Hitakira Batosai. Oh, what a badass, right? It was, uh, it was, I don't remember it very much, but it was cool. The red scar and thing. It was Ninja well, going through the town. The squad of friends. Have you, have you seen the, uh, the four episode OVAs uh, based on Kenshin's backstory. Probably, probably not. I've only Kenshin's pretty oh. long, right? Isn't it like long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original series is pretty long, and that is how I uh, initially got into it. But I didn't see it as a real, like, viable literary. Uh, uh, statue until I saw the uh, first four episodes of the Roroni Kenshin or Samurai X o- OVAs. So wait, and, wait, wait! Just for just for the listeners at home, OVA stands for uh-huh. Original Video Animation. Yes, I knew that. I just wanted everybody at home to know this too. 
the yeah the original... I might be wrong on that too. I I I, I haven't looked into this in a while. You just kind of sparked this from me, but um, like the reason that these OVAs stand out from the original series is the original series. Well, if you dig enough into it, like it does have a good uh, historical accuracy and uh, good character arcs. But as far as tone went, it couldn't decide, especially in the first season, if it was a show for grownups or a show for very small children. And I think that's what really hurt the anime, like the the actual one that they showed on Adult Swim or on Toonami. And they had to split it up because uh, once it got into the later ha- uh, half of uh, season two, they're like, oh, like even if we edit this, it still isn't safe enough for Toonami, so we got to move this to Adult Swim kind of deal. Do you, you know? know what I like? that spawn from that okay uh here's here's a here's here's something you might agree or disagree with uh when i was growing up and i saw stuff like vampire hunter d on uh Mm -hmm. uh, cartoon network i I was blown away if you watch it now Mm -hmm. the artwork is uh still pretty good but the it's so slow it is a slow, it's tedious ride. Is what it is. It's not very. Yeah. I would say it's not very good anymore. But it. I'm not going to say that because it was a game changer at the time. But it's. It's. I don't want to see it. Uh, what I do like is like American um, stories with the uh, Japanese animation artwork. There was a whole bunch of like uh, I forget what it was called exactly, but it's. It's a. It was like Conan the Barbarian and SpongeBob. It was a very uh, anime. Wait, what? Th- wait, wait, whoa, 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 back up! Yeah. I never knew that Conan the Barbarian yeah. and SpongeBob had a crossover. Had a team up. Uh, it wasn't a team up. It was a. There was a uh, an anime. It was. It was like a. It was, it was an anime. It was an American animation, but it mm-hmm. felt like okay. anime and like how it was drawn, sort of, but. It was it's it, it's it was basically very gory, but very well. The story was good, and okay. it was funny. It that's, was like SpongeBob. Cool. I forget the name of this thing, but I gotta find this. Uh, <laughs> that's that's fair, dude. But what I do like is when there's like the animation series style that the Japanese created with uh, stories that I could understand as a barbaric America, American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Well, um, I mean, the, the thing that really hooked me with, um, if you allow me to go back to the Roroni Kenshin OVAs, yeah is that it heavily embedded itself in uh, an aesthetic storytelling style that was uh, very much Japanese because the defining term for it is Japanese. It's mono no aware. And it is, it's it's a very hard to define definition of aesthetics as far as storytelling goes because it's sort of like 
The reason why um, the autumn leaves are so beautiful in the fall is because it's there for just a moment. And before you know it, it'll all be gone and it'll just be winter again. And it's like just like the sadness of losing that beauty, even though you know that it'll come around again, like that that loss of that beauty and even in the moment of experiencing that beauty, you know that you're going to have to let that go again. And that causes a sort of um, bittersweet feeling in your heart. And that, and the uh, OVAs of Roni Kenshin completely capture that. And I can't explain how without totally spoiling the whole thing. Well, it's old as fuck. You could spoil it. Uh, I want to. It is re-watch. old as fuck, but it's also obscure as fuck. And like, if you're new to anime, explore some of the other ones first, and then get into that one. You know. And so that's why I don't want to spoil it. Well, uh, do, uh, do you watch uh, One Punch Man or uh, One Piece or uh, Record of Lodas Wars? I, I I watched the first season of One Punch Man. Uh, Nick, can you turn down your speakers? Let me try. Hold on. Okay. I know it's... Caller? Oh, fuck. Satsunusi. Gently falling ruby leaves. I had a dream. In it, there was an old house. The upstairs bathroom had a closet behind the toilet. I climbed into the closet and found myself in a dark room. At the back, there was a decaying book. It was called Encyclopedia of Darkness.
Hearing words that make sense all day can cloud your mind and give you too much to think about. But now you can join what thousands have already discovered. Listening to unclear audio will clear your conscious. Listening to unclear audio will clear your conscious. Take your meditation to the next level with Inaudible, the only service providing ambiguous sounds so you can relax. Call now for more information. 917-7923. Are you worried you might lose your woman? Yeah. Have you ever not satisfied her? Uh, no. Would you like to change that? Who has the time? Uh, not me. No. Not you. Uh oh, no. Dark Sewer Network has the solution. Oh, really? Tell me more. Introducing the Hotachi Fat Man. Oh. The first nuclear powered vibrator on the market. Oh, my. Now you too can finally drop bombs in the bedroom and blow your lover away. Is that even legal? Our sex scientist spent years perfecting the ultimate stimulator. It operates with two settings, gun type and implosion. Gun type sounds good. I like that. You can't get more bang for your buck. Oh, Only $69.99 on the Dark Sewer Network. Worth it. Use of this device may cause paralysis, temporal dimensional rifts, life-threatening orgasms, and anal leakage. Nuclear batteries not included. Yes, I found it. All right, that was it. Are you worried you might lose your woman? Yeah. Have you ever not satisfied her? Uh, no. Would you like to change that? Maybe. Who has the... Sugar. Sugar. 
Crappy sugar advertisement there. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's essentially what they're trying to achieve, is to lull you into a trance. Sugar. You know, like, the power of sugar compels you! The power of sugar compels you! Yeah, no shit. The power of consumerism compels you! More sugar! Holy shitballs, fuck. Yeah, but I had good sugar. I had natural. It was, it was an or. I was having orange slices, Cara Cara orange slices are really good. Does natural? It's life is so weird because yeah. Like, oh, and the blood oranges are in season. Holy shit! The blood oranges are in season. So excited. Have you, you had any? Um, I I like little ban. I like mandarins, mandarins, and um, oh yeah, I, I like those mandarins. They're not orange. Yeah, mandarin they're slices small. are really tiny. Yeah, they're, they're a little, they're <laughs> so a little, you know, I'm a little guy, I'm a little guy. They're like, they're perfect fruit, uh, fruit food or finger food for babies or, you know, for toddlers. That's me right so, here. Your little rattling should like mandarin. And <laughs> mandarin. Uh, honey crisp apples, honey crisp apples. Oh, I love honey crisp apples. They're Oof. one of my top favorites. They're my Oof. top five favorite apples. Honey crisp are expensive though. They're even on a sale. They're still, they're still expensive, but they're so fucking good. Not when you drag them out yeah. through the sewer really quickly. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever put peanut butter on your apple slices, or do you slice them and ever slather like a little or you know a little bit of mayo, a peanut butter, mayonnaise, and oh and... no! Why did you say that? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you never put mayonnaise on your apples. What's wrong with you? What did you say? Said, what, what, what did you say? I said mayonnaise. I said Terrible mayonnaise. What did you say? Did I you said, just say fucking mayo? Like, her- that's heresy. Heresy. However, you should try a little uh, Nutella or some Nutella product. Whoa. First, like you're like all on- against, you're like, I have my sugar naturally, and then you bring up Nutella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See what I mean? Even I have tried that shit, and I'm like, holy mother of God. Hazelnut. I love hazelnut anyway. But when they added cocoa and milk to oh, was fuck. I don't it's even. Over. It's weird. I've never I, been a huge Nutella fan. I've never. I like, I love chocolate. I haven't had it in a long time. Chocolate. Did you like, like it? Uh, no, you didn't like it. No, not really. There's I I don't know if I really like Nutella. I don't even know. I don't think I could recall the flavor of Nutella right now. Like if you were like think they about say, Nutella, it's it's not it's, it's like not chocolate. In my... It's like a creamy chocolate hazelnut. So if you like chocolate and it's natural cocoa form, and you like hazelnuts, and you like you know creamy taste, if you like dairy, well then there you go. But you when, can make that shit yourself. Shit. When I think I mean, of a uh, chocolate hazelnut, I think of uh, Roche, Rochelle. 
chocolate? What is it? Oh like? yeah, Rocher. Rocher? Like, uh, yeah, with the yeah, nuts, the, the fucking of, balls. Or Rocher, maybe. Roche, I don't yeah, know. Roche, yeah, 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 Roche, yeah, 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 Roche. Rachel. Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher. It sounds like uh, the Ferrari's girlfriend. That's the Ferrari's girlfriend. It's Ferrero Rocher. Is, is that what is like the 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 caramel chocolatey cream in that? Is that kind of like uh, the hazelnut? Is that kind of like Nutella? Is that like the insides of a no. Rocher, like a Nutella? Nutella's thicker and creamier. No, but now you got me thinking of toffee. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Now I'm thinking of toffee. Oh, so good, dude. Uh, so there's a local chocolatier we have here called Chocolatery Stom. They only have a few locations out here. (laughs) They started, they put one in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. They're from, I think, Denmark, or they're from, oh, man, some some very far European country, maybe Switzerland. Uh, So anyway, they came and they opened up a uh, chocolatery, and holy shit, they have the most amazing pistachio toffee with real pistachios. (laughs) It's fucking amazing. And they have it in milk and dark chocolate. It's just, it's amazing to just feel it and smell it. There's, it's a sensory experience before you taste it. And, uh, but I had some other like offbeat questions for you about shows and shit. Are you up for it? Oh, I'm totally up for it. I could also talk about pistachio too. Okay. Um, so, oh no. I made him leave. I'm sorry. He's all pissed off. So, um, so <laughs> what I wanted to know about if you have seen some stuff and like what you thought of that, some adaptations that were recent. Did you see? Did you ever read uh, Frank Herbert's Dune series? I've read book one. Okay, I have not. I still have not read the series, and. Um, I wondered if you had seen the movie. I've and seen liked the movie. It, the new movie. The I've new seen, one. I've, uh, I liked it. It was, but I also realized while I was watching it that there's going to be, there's at least four more movies before the book one's done. Because <laughs> they stuck to the book very, very closely. And the yeah. scene that they ended on is like within the first 80 pages of the book. It's oh, a little bit more, mm. but you know, but they, it's, it was good. It was, it, the sound was cool. The, uh, the special effects were good. Yeah. The acting was. Did you like the first book then? Or uh, did I like the first book? Uh, yeah. I read it. If I read it, I must've enjoyed it, but I, I didn't like love it. Like I've read books where I was like, wow, this is, I love this. When I was reading Dune, I was like, this yeah. is, this is good. I, Right, but it didn't really like. I didn't really like tickle my uh, sci-fi fancy. Your fancy, yeah. My, my <laughs> okay, fancy so was... that brings up another series I happen to know you really liked, and I wanted to know what you thought of the adaptation, the series adaptation. I remember you said how much you loved the Altered Carbon series. I do. When you read it, and yes. but what did you think of the series adaptation? I still have not seen season two. So I didn't it, but... either. I've seen season one. Um, yeah, I it was really close. That was fantastic, it was, but I haven't read it. It was the book. The the I built a better story in my brain than the show did. Yeah. The show yeah. wasn't horrible, but they. 
it, yeah. it kind of felt like a sci-fi show, which I think it actually what did sci-fi make? Does sci-fi even exist anymore? But it felt like if you were watching like in the nineties a sci-fi <laughs> adaptation. I mean, do we have the warp drive yet? <laughs> it's there. We just don't have access to it. I'm sure they've made it the warp drive, but I civilians don't get the knowledge of of that. So <laughs> I'm sure we have all of that tech. Supposedly Roddenberry was basing uh, a lot of his material on intel that he derived from the government. Now, don't quote me on that, but I've heard that a lot. I just don't know the logistics behind it. I don't, I, rather, I don't know the validity. The, I don't know the validity of that information I or heard, why people think I heard Roddenberry he, that Roddenberry was, was, had intel about tech that was given to us. Who knows if any of that's true? I was. But just I was, think about it. I I was told that the government Analyze gave it. Roddenberry information so he would make the the show Star Trek so people would believe that the moon landing was real. Yeah. There's I also just made all that mis- up. Disinformation and misinformation <laughs> out there. I, I just who knows what the fuck is true. I do believe in the reptilians. <laughs> do you think we landed like the on the moon? I don't see why not. I honestly don't see why why there wouldn't be reptile human hybrids it actually seems pretty honestly it just seems rational it just seems natural evolutionarily it seems natural to me i believe there are uh species spies uh special 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 um i believe that there's other cultures that are living here that we don't know about we there are other species like things that are i don't know if humans are at the top of the food chain why can't you be happy for me, John? Um, so I had another I had another question, like so I don't know, that's a good point though. That's what you think about the species? Um hmm. I think what John's not happy for you? Fletcher, you're not happy for color? I don't know. I shouldn't have said anything. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset anybody. I just wanted to call in and ask some questions. That's I don't all. think you've, you, you didn't upset I me. I just wanted to call though. in and ask some questions. Like, I'm sorry that some people don't want me around, but I still love Nick the Rat. You're the one who introduced me to No Agenda. You mm. introduced me to No Agenda. I got hit in the mouth by listening to your show. Really? And I do, yes. Yes. Are you fucking that. kidding me? I thought you found You don't me remember that no October? October how, 2017. How'd you find me October then? 2017 was the first time I ever tuned in. So I got to listen to you the first time during your Spooktober shows. Wow. Your fucking Spooktober shows were my first Nick the Rat shows. 2017, early October. And I got hit, I got Nick the Rat hit in the mouth by uh, two people over on Midnight Express. Dartanian <laughs> and Ducky. Boom. Ducky, Ducky was what really convinced me. Ducky is the one who really convinced me. He's like, he's like, oh, Cork, you're going to fucking love it. I'm like, oh, okay. You think I'm going to fucking love it? Yeah. All right. We'll see about that. <laughs> motherfucker. He was right. He was right. <laughs> Remember I amazing. told you he's that the first time it. I heard yeah. you, I felt like I was having a trip. Like it was, I've never had an acid trip, but I was listening to your show and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? This is like bananas. 
I was like, this is a fucking madhouse. This guy, what, this guy is out of his mind. I'm like, is that real? Is that his real voice? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I actually had the thought that you sounded like a combination of Dr. Demento and Weird Al Yankovic. Oh. That's what came into my head. I was like, this I is could... craziness. This is insanity. I love it. I felt like uh, I was actually on my first psychedelic high for a podcast. Because I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. I'm like, he's tripping. He's, I don't know, he's off the rails. You're off the rails. So uh, I loved it. So then I had to figure out in Discord, because I'm I'm retarded, so what is this NA? Like what? Like Nick the Ratters are all in nar- Narcotics Anonymous? Like no. <laughs> did you, did you like, know Adam Curry? Surely they're not fucking did, talking about Narcotics Anonymous. What you, is all this you, talk about NA? You know, uh, it's not did available. You, did you know Adam Curry No, not, not available. Before? And then they started talking about JCD and AC. And I'm like, what the, who, what? I don't understand all of this lingo. What is this lingo they keep talking about? And then finally somebody clued me in. Oh, well, like, don't you know about Nick the Rat's art? His art for no agenda? I'm like, what's no agenda? So I got hit in the mouth uh, by your show and the listeners. And I don't remember, but, uh, yeah, uh, it was great. It was fucking great. That was back when Kyle was on. Kyle was still on. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. Did you know Adam? Did you know of Adam Curry before? Yeah, I did because he was my favorite VJ. I, I'm an '80s kid, so he was my favorite MTV VJ because even with all his poofy fucking hair <laughs> and his, you know, he was too pretty. He was he was too pretty much of a pretty boy, and I don't like blondes. He was fun I mean, though. People, like I, people refer to just women, but blondes and brunettes exist for me too, and I do not like blondes. I'm not attracted to blondes, but. He was sarcastic and fucking, you know, he was a smart aleck. He was a smart ass. He was edgy. He had like a sardonic edge to him. Do you know who the they try to replace him with, in my opinion? What? Did you ever, what? Did you ever hear of a, a person named Jesse on, on MTV? Um, I think yeah. they try to replace well, Adam Curry with somebody named... No, it was, a, it was a, like a dude. He was like a burnout. He was like, oh, I'm oh, Jesse. He had like puffy no. hair. He was like a... Uh, no. a he was like a drugged out version of Adam Curry, and I think MTV tried to replace oh. Adam Curry with this Jesse oh. character, and it it that's when I was like, this is this is not. But now that I'm thinking back on him, like Adam Adam Curry was always cool on MTV. Like I never had like a he was like Kurt Loder. Like Kurt Loder was like, oh, I'm just doing MTV. Oh yeah, he was a straight edge like he was a straight edge deadpan yeah. delivery, and, and he was he was and doing I his liked thing. that. But yeah. with with Adam Curry, what I liked about I just wanted him to have punk rock hair instead of that poofy fucking shit. <laughs> I was like, look, man, if you're gonna fluff your hair, make it a hawk, make it a fucking mohawk, because That's he had an edge to him that was very very obvious. He has like a sardonic sarcastic, wry sense of humor. Well, he's and also he would Dutch get this too, fucking so. twerk on his face. You know, he's arrogant, yeah. but he's brilliant. He's brilliant. So he kind of has, you know, being a pretty boy and being a big, you know, tall, towering blonde with a pretty boy face. Like, yeah, he's going to be a little arrogant. They're all probably offering to blow him all the time. But you could tell that he liked to push people. He liked to push the envelope. He liked to push buttons. I could tell. 
the delivery that he had, and also the way he conducted interviews, you can tell he likes to push for answers that most people don't have the balls to push for. So mm-hmm. back then, I noticed that. So yes, he was my favorite VJ because of that reason. Kurt Loder was my second favorite. And thank God yeah, for John but... C. Dvorak for bringing bringing Adam Curry to the nerds. I guess I don't know. I, I guess I don't... it was a that's a weird matchup. That uh, I don't. Know. It's yeah. so weird. Like, what world would John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry? Yes, <laughs> I know. I know. It doesn't seem real sometimes to me. <laughs> It's like, what is going on? Because wait, especially when they get. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're not cutting me off. I'm not saying much. I'm... But yeah. Well, just the, when they when they go at it. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, they have their little spats, you know? Who's they more have, sensitive? They have their little tiffs. Who do you think is when more sensitive? When they have their tiffs, it's, it's resplendent. You th- I can't you help it. I can't help it. It's so funny to me. When they have their stats, <laughs> you think uh, okay, John, gentlemen. John okay. or Adam is more uh, uh, more sensitive? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Who do you th- who yeah, do you think you is wouldn't... who do you think is more sensitive, yeah. John or Adam? <sighs> you mean emotionally, or uh, yeah, when they get in the spats, like who who gets more offended? In the oh, easily. Oh, it's obvious. It's Adam <laughs> because he he gets all prima donna sometimes, but he is brilliant. They're both brilliant. They really, truly are. I do happen to think they're both brilliant. I don't fucking agree with everything they say, and I want to slap oh, them no. around sometimes. Of course, yeah. They definitely say but I'm a douche, things. But I'm a douche, right? So who the fuck am I? I'm not... I haven't contributed anything that anybody really thinks is worthy to no agenda, but I do, I do think it's a fantastic show and that it needs to be out there. And they do, they do a bang-up job. They really do. They do a killer fucking job. He is the pod father. I give him that. I give him that. Like, I think the uh, I think the producers do an amazing job. Yeah, yeah. They, they also do shit. a good job too. But I think uh, I think Adam and John get most of their information probably from people like the producers. Yeah. They they filter through it and they present it and they could see what's wrong in the media very well too. Which yeah, is, they really do. They have an, an incredible bullshit meter and radar for that matter. Yep. At this point. They do. They do. And um, there's a lot of points that I just didn't see. I just, I, I'm not saying I'm an intelligent person necessarily, but I, I'm smart enough to do some deep diving, deep diving of my own. And when I listen to them, they bring up points and they give you perspectives that need to be considered. So if you didn't already, if you didn't already come across that in your meanderings, in in your speculation, if if it didn't occur to you to look at it from this perspective, or see through to straight to the real agenda, holy shit! At very least, you need to consider it. At very least, you need to give it true um, scrutiny and ask questions. Even if you think it's all bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. Well, how are you? How can you be sure? How can you be sure? Logically speaking, what they talk about needs to be talked about. What they're saying, exactly. They might. They might not be saying a hundred percent the truth, but they are questioning 
in their slant, you know, and it naturally well, yeah. comes from their brains, so it's going to come with their opinions. And and the scary part is they're sometimes right. Actually, they're they're yeah. right a lot. Well, so I don't remember what got you turned on. I think you've been there, if you said, since like the first year. Is that of, right? Of what? I forgot what got you turned on to No Agenda. Oh, I think you oh. were following um, it was, right? It was, uh, it was Leah Laporte and Tech TV. Oh, that's right, with uh, Twit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, well, yeah. it wasn't Twit. It was Tech TV. It was on a uh, cable. It was a cable channel. And there was, uh, it was oh. the computer. If you're a nerd and you have the... Uh, cable vision or whatever like the uh you'd watch tech tv and that's where leo laporte was and then john c devorek was there and then then that's what i was thinking and then twitch and yeah and then and i got no agenda so yeah so uh uh, so i guess um Actually, I guess the person that got me to no agenda would be uh my friend uh paladin he got me hooked on computers. Oh, no shit. Yeah, ex-Paladin. I know yeah, that you game yeah. with him. He got me hooked yeah. on computers. So if it wasn't for uh, him, yeah. I probably wouldn't know no agenda. Fucking A. Do you yeah. still do campaigns with him? Like uh, D&D campaigns? We play The Hunt did. together. I know you played Catan together earlier. We, we play a lot of... Catan, we're going to play... Uh, D&D campaigns too. So. Friday night, I'm going to hang out with him. And I just picked up uh, Spartacus, Sweet. the board game. Yeah, and I know you've even <laughs> gone to a Ren fair or two with him. Oh, hell yeah. So I do. Cool. I went to Six Flags Great Adventure <laughs> with him. <laughs> Man, he seems pretty cool to be gaming with and going to Ren fairs and shit with. He's cooler than I am. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is I think he's humble. He does, yeah. He's not a braggart. Yeah, that's why he's... I remember from how he would be. Uh, he's also still my friend. Yeah, too. so <laughs> oh, that's it's pretty great though that yeah. you connected with some some real. It's good to have long term friends. Of connecting with indeed. Yeah, I wondered how you thought The Witcher was too. Did you like the adaptation? I I loved it. Well, I I thought you were going to say hate. (laughs) I know. I liked it a lot. I didn't love it, love it, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, I I watched it. I didn't, I didn't hate it. And Henry Cavill, I don't know if I'm just horny for Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How can you not be? Oh, Henry. Yeah. You are Gerald. Uh, You get on your horse. But uh, yeah, it was a good show. It was good. Did you see the new uh, short from David Lynch, though? Which one? It's a short. I forget. It's like he's interviewing a monkey. (laughs) It's really good. I think I watched (laughs) half of it. It's in in his classic black and white style, if I recall. He's waiting for a train or something. He's interviewing a monkey that's like, you know, implicated and he speaks like a normal man, a normal nervous man. (laughs) Well, he continues to smoke, so yeah. I hope he it's really. I think it's only out. like thirteen or seventeen minutes. It's it's, a, yeah. it's so bizarre and and funny, you know. If you haven't seen that new short from Lynch, I'm surprised they no, released no, it last I've, year. I yeah, I've seen it when it came out, but I only oh, okay okay. It was okay. like a long time ago, and I I just remember it was like a monkey yeah. waiting for a train or something, and it was his <laughs> mouth was moving. He was talking like, "Wow, that no, like, talking. it's it's crazy." 
I think they put like the human teeth on the monkey, and so it's the dudes. <laughs> it was like a Conan O'Brien skit when they do the mouth behind the face or something. Yeah. Oh shit! But, I haven't seen one of those in forever. Do you want to hear? I used a, to watch a, some of the Coco videos. <laughs> <laughs> you, want hear, you want to hear a David Lynch poem? Yes. The, the answer to that is always going to be a yes. Am I upsetting them? Did he leave again? Uh, Well, this one's called Fear by David Lynch from uh, Catching the Big Fish. When was this released? Uh, I think it was like in the, it was in five to ten years ago, I think. I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Shoot. I'm listening. I'm listening. Where is this? Where's the, it's like usually over here, right? Uh, 2007. So uh, when was 2007? That was a... I can't look, I can't look, I can't look. I'm All right, we got... Uh, I hear stories. I'm listening. I'm going to close my eyes and listen. I will you not... You close your eyes. Listen. Everybody close your eyes. Get ready. Yep, yep. We're going to listen to a David Lynch writing. Okay, this is going to be good. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I need some echo. I need some reverb. <laughs> I just knew there was going to be a hiccup. Well, you know, you always got to take a little slack. Okay, okay, yes. All right, right. Nice book. I hear stories about directors who scream at actors. That's too much reverb. <laughs> yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, it was I a little like creepy. It. All right, this is a... Uh, I like this... it creepy, though. Creepy oh. is good with Lynch. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, that's true. All right, here we go. Or they trick them somehow to get a performance. Oh, I should read it like David David Lynch. And and there are some people. Hold on, I'm too close to the mic now. And there are some people who try to run the whole business on fear. But I think this is such a joke. It's pathetic and stupid at the same time. When people are in fear, they don't want to go to work. So many people today have that feeling. Then the fear starts turning into hate. Sounds like Star Wars here. Over here. Uh, and then they begin to hate going to work. Then the hate can turn into anger and people can become angry at their boss at their work. <laughs> I never read this before. Uh, if I ran my set with fear, I'd get 1%, not 100% of what I'd get. And there would be no fun in going down that road together. And it should be fun. In work and in life, we're all supposed to get along. We're supposed to have so much fun. Like a puppy dog with our tails tails wagging. (laughs) What a visual. (laughs) He's he's right, though. It's It's supposed to be great living. It's supposed to be fantastic. Instead of instilling fear, if a company offered a way for everyone in the business to dive within, to start expanding energy and intelligence, people would work overtime for free. There would be far more creativity, and the company would just leap forward. This is the way it can be. It's not that way it is, but it could be that way so easily. He's right. He's right. Yeah, and you even uh, said it like he tends to talk, at least in his roles. I try, I try. In, was... yeah, in his interviews, yeah. He just says things simply, you know? He just states 
he states what it is. It's good to hear that he he was consciously running his sets, um, trying to avoid fear, or not avoid fear, but trying to dispel it, because he's known for being uh, formidable. I like, imagine. Really I wouldn't is. want to... He's but known I, for being pretty formidable. I so. would not disagree with David Lynch. If I was... If I, <laughs> no, if I was on set with him, no, he's like, no. I'm going to do this, this. I would be no, like... No, 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 no. No, 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 right, no, no. We're going to do it that way. I wouldn't... No, I would not. Look, man, whatever he tells me to do on... He's inspired by multi-dimensions. Oh, man. If he told yeah. me I was doing something wrong, I'd be like, tell me how to fix it or I'll leave. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I just like whatever you say, Mr. Lynch, Dr. Lynch. <laughs> He's a film doctor. He is. If, he if did I, all kinds of shit in film school that revel like, um, what's the word I want to use? Uh, Revived changed. certain types of film. He was all Made about black that. and white, and he's like, we shouldn't abandon that. We should embrace black and white. It's classic. Eraser it gives an element. Great, yeah. yeah, black and white gives an element that you just cannot capture any other way. You know? That's why yeah. I change up the uh, the colors on my stream sometimes. Sometimes it's black and white. Sometimes it's got some I know. Color. It's, it's, uh, it's spectacular tonight. I really love the blinking stars. The twinkling, they, blinking stars. I hope it's dreamlike because I want this to be like a dreamlike experience. I think, yeah. Uh, I said love. I've been yelled at for that, saying that I love things too much. <gasps> and Or not yelled at, but I was criticized for that. And I actually agree that I maybe overused that word. But I'll just say I very much appreciate the twinkling stars. On you the enjoy it. It's <laughs> very cosmic. It's cosmic and... and um, engaging like it, it's mesmerizing that's the word i want to use is mesmerizing it's really nice and then you have like this uh sort of like shady aqua tone and that fucking hat that hat did you make that or did a fan make that it's a fucking friend beautiful made uh a friend and uh well you know uh i love it i really do i feel actual love for it like i'm gonna marry it <laughs> well, you know the ears are are au natural. Uh, the patch. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, I have it's, a I have a friend great. that's in the uh, the Guinness Book of World Records for holding fire <laughs> in his mouth. What? How? No. And you've you've no. seen him before, by the way. I could guarantee. Are you sure? I could. If do do you have Netflix? Yeah, I do. You've seen him. He's a background actor. And he's been in okay. fucking everything. Uh, mm. I'm sure I could find a, a film that he's in that you've seen. Uh, but how do you hold fire in your mouth? You're a he, hot mouth. Like <laughs> he he held hot it. head. He oh boy, his name is Alex Spitfire. He made this. <laughs> of course, it is. He made this patch on yeah. my hat. His he, stage uh, name. I had a huge Halloween party. A lot of people came down yeah. to the sewer. Uh, and he, he was one of the people and he saw that I did this artwork of this right here and he made a patch of, uh, a piece of art of the rat and he gave it to me for my birthday and I was like, thank you. (laughs) That's marvelous. That's tremendous. 
He's a, he's a great guy. Uh, look up Alex Spitfire. I'll actually, I'll send you links oh. later to see if you've seen, and you'll start to see him. He's always in the background of every fucking Netflix movie I've ever seen. It's very, he was in the Joker too. He was in the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, sh- oh shit. He was in that? Yeah, he was. Well, as a background Yeah, they have real performers in that. They actually had real like clowns and comedians in that too. I think it was in the scene when he was uh, at the psychiatrist or at the police station. I think there's a police station scene and he was, uh, he was sitting on like a seat in one of the background scenes. He's fucking yeah. everywhere. He's great. Yeah, I believe it sounds like he's got a lot of bit parts. Yeah, he do. Like, he do. You know, short like uh, cameos. So I'll have to look for him in there too. Thanks. I'll, I actually really I'll send you, uh, uh, fucking dug that movie big time. I applaud Joker with Joaquin because holy motherfuckness, he nailed that role and the writing was excellent. I really thought that they addressed mental illness and how mental illness is handled in the system, how it's handled by the average social working system. And how it not, feels for not, the person too. So work. It was not uh, working so great. Yeah. They, I didn't expect that. I did not expect that when I went to go see the movie, I actually intentionally uh, neglected to see the trailer because the, the trailer will spoil, spoil shit for yeah. me. Spoilers suck. And so I just like, no, I just want to go. I don't know what it's going to, I just know that I like Joaquin. I do. I always liked him. I liked what he did in so many movies that I saw him in. Like just signs. I I know that that's, people will laugh at that, but he did. And he did fucking, he did a killer job as Johnny Cash. I I haven't seen everything he's done. Like her should on paper be a bad movie, but he, I liked it. Yeah, man, they they really, uh, yeah, he was, wow. If you want to understand how deranged the Joker is and, like, why the Joker became deranged. (laughs) Great backstory. I don't know if that's in the comics, though. I haven't read the comics. Well, it doesn't matter. The, the, um, this, the stories yeah, get well, changed. Great... Like it's a mythology now. It's the, yeah, the myth of the yeah. Joker, and people get to tell yeah, the mythos of it. Uh, is it yeah. canon? Does it need to be canon? Doesn't he's a no, no. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Indeed, if as long as it's a good story, all the fucking petty squabbling over Star Wars and Star Trek. Like, look, if you like it, you like it. Who gives a fuck? Did you enjoy it? Do you enjoy, oh, well, I don't enjoy the original Star Trek series as much as I enjoyed TNG. Well, yeah, watch it. so what? Yeah. And who cares? <laughs> Why is anybody arguing? <laughs> as long as uh, there's good stuff that you liked. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Cool, though, that you liked, uh, somewhat liked The Witcher. And rewatch that David Lynch short. It's, it's a riot. <laughs> Did you like The Witcher? What? Did you like The Witcher? I saw the first ser- I saw the first season, and yeah, I've only ever watched you play the game though. And man, that is a beautiful game. It's pretty cool. The music, the, the graphics, the characters, the dialogue, the voice acting—it's all fan fucking tastic. So I got to watch you play the game 
many times, actually. Not enough, though. I wish you'd play it more, or I wish I got to see you play it more. I still haven't but, beaten um, it either. I played it for, it feels like, 10 yeah. years, and I still haven't beaten it. <laughs> it looks like it's nice to play. I mean, it just kind of looks like it transports you. It does, you know, when I, sound, I've watched you playing it, I'm like, I'm transported into this world here. It's you a did a great job with the now. music and the graphics. Just everything is beautiful. So, yeah, Henry Cavill, holy shit. <laughs> he's he's a, a witcher. He's a hunk of hunk of burning. Burning love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a Superman to boot. He was. He was that as he was great as Superman. He he. He put his all into it. Was the movie? I didn't like the movie, but he definitely put his all into being the character. Yep. So, mm-hmm. that's for damn sure. I'm keeping you, and um, I'm sorry that I upset certain people, uh, but I really wanted to ask these questions. So, thank you for letting me call in and chat with you for a while. There's somebody pounding you about. Uh, I'm sorry, hounding you about voicemails because I can't stand it when I'm on. I am really popular. <laughs> I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Caller, yeah. thank you for yeah. uh, calling in. And you're always appreciated to be talked to because, hey, uh, I like talking to you. That's all that really matters. Heck yeah. I, I, I tried not to read the chat. Ah. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Thanks for talking. I'll talk to you again, it's hopefully, been a, next week. It's been a week. wonderful show. <laughs> yeah, you. I hope we uh, hear from Diane soon. Good night. <laughs> Let's listen to some voicemails over here. Typical socialist county. I call 911. My friend's dying in the back seat. He tripped on a bottle and hit his head on the door frame. And then somebody closed it on his head three times. And so he's over here twitching while his leg's twitching. And then I call 911 and I get voicemail. Well, call me back. I'll give you the address. Yeah, we're opening up these, uh, these, uh, sewer shops, these sugar, we sell sugar candy, candy sugar shops. Yeah, we're putting them around the country in, um, in a sewer near you. You just go down there. And we got some of the, we have sugar, 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 like sugar, sugar, da da ba da 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 basically everything is sugar. Even the containers where we keep the sugar candy is, uh, sugar. And we make, uh, like cereals and lunches and dinners too, all, all made of sugar, 100%. We call it the Sewer Meshuganas Sugar Shop. You, it's gonna be around the country. Basically, we're even getting funding from the government. I think they're gonna be putting us into school systems. <clears throat> it's fucking great. It's beautiful stuff. It's, uh, 100% sugar. All different types of fucking genetically modified sugar. We got, like, tree sugar. We got, we got human sugar. We got cat sugar. We got, we got, uh, we got fucking, we got all crazy types of sugars down here. It's, we, it's, it's, we got mammoth sugar. We, we got the DNA from mammoth. We fucking, we change his DNA up into a, a, a thick, syrupy, sugary substance, 100% sugar from, uh, from mammoths. Basically, it's, it's all different. It has different flavors and textures. It's, it's very strange how sugar can be sugar, but also not be sugar at the same time. And it's, I, I can't really tell you how exactly we do it, but, but all I can tell you is that if you want to come into the store, you need insurance. If you don't have insurance and personal protection, uh, equipment, you can't come in. You can't eat in the store. You gotta have, we gotta see your paperwork, we gotta see your ID, social security number, how high you are, we gotta take your weight, uh, we have to make sure that, you know, you don't get hurt, 
from all the sugar we're putting into your body. You know how many people have heart attacks and shit every year? It's, it's fucking disgusting that we're selling you this stuff. But you motherfuckers keep buying it, so we're gonna keep on selling it to you. It's a, 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 a serious Sue's silly sugar shop. Sugar in the sewer. We're selling, I don't even know. I think I've been just eating straight sugar for the past 30 days. My brain, I don't even know. If, I think my brain is just sugar now. My name is uh, Sally Smalls. I'm the sugar man. They call me, hey, 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 Mr. Sugar Man. They just made a movie about me. They're like, if you say sugar five times in the mirror in the dark, I'll come and I'll put like a frosted flake in your face and uh, shake your hand. But make sure you have personal protection insurance. You need sugar insurance. Uh, it's the new big thing going around and you need to have uh, you need to have paperwork for it. We need to, you need to get your blood checked like five times a fucking day. So we, we, we're going to hook up uh, pricks to your finger and shit before you come into the store. We got to draw blood. Basically, we're going to take your blood. Uh, we're gonna probably process that and make little sugar packets with you. You could probably take it out of the store with you. It's gonna be crazy. I don't know. We, we got crazy scientists down here, but, but, uh, don't worry about it. We're, we're gonna take care of you down here in, uh, my sugar, sugar shop in the sewers. Just give us a call today, 917-795-923. Uh, make some reservations because if you want to come eat down here, you gotta have reservations because we're always fucking jam-packed with all you fucking, you fat fucking Americans. Just love the sugar. You're sucking it down in straws and liquids. You, you, you put it in, you put it in your water. You, 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 and it's great. I fucking love it. I can't even feel my toes anymore. I don't think I have any toes. But yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna be drawing blood for you to get in here. You just need to sign some paperwork and we need to, you know, get law, law, get the law and government involved in your, in your sugar consumption. We'll see you soon down in the sewer. Uh, Sammy's shitty sugar shop. <laughs> Nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. Here's a non-controversial Star Trek take. Uh, the original series was fun, but most of the time it just put me to sleep. It was basically this. Captain. It looks like there's uh, something we don't know outside. Scotty, keep an eye on it. Captain, I've never seen anything like this before. Beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. Look, what are my tax dollars going to here, man? I call 911. I expect some service. I got nothing. I got nothing. My other friend tried to give the one guy with the twitchy leg mouth-to-mouth, and that guy's retainer flew out when he pushed on his chest. Now the other guy's choking to death on his retainer. You guys need to get out of here. You need to send, like, two ambulances and a fire truck. Fire truck. Hello? Hello? I'll see you guys next week. Good night, so chat. So chat. Good night, so chat. I love you guys. I hope you are having a great week. And I hope that you keep on uh keep on uh, hold on a second here. Hello. Let's read one more lynch thing before we go. Um <clears throat> Working with Wood by David Lynch. Wood is one of the greatest materials to work with. There are soft woods and hard woods, and they all have their own beauty. 
when you are working with them. When I saw a piece of freshly cut pine, the smell of it just sends me right to heaven. The same goes for even pine needles. I used to chew, chew, I used to chew ponderosa pine pitch, which is a fresh piece of pitch. It's, it's like syrup. It'll stick to you and you won't be able to get it off your hands. But sometimes it hardens like old honey. And you could chew this. And the flavor of pine pitch will make you crazy in a good way. Pine. Being, being a softer wood is easy to work with and is readily available. When I was young, I did a lot of things with pine. But then I started falling in love with Douglas fir. Vertical grain Douglas fir. When you varnish a piece of Douglas fir, it has a depth of beauty that's just phenomenal. And then when you put two pieces of wood together, you start realizing there are so many possibilities. And you learn some of the tricks along the way. And then there's Gunther, a German carpenter, who didn't use electric tools at all. He would just come up to the house with a set of hand tools and a beautiful wooden box with a handle, and he'd carry it around. And Gunther, I'd watch this man, did a little detail work on Douglas Fir. He would just put these two pieces of wood together and then rub his old battered thumbs against the seams, and the seam would disappear. It was like a magic act. The pieces fit so perfectly. Gunter was a real carpenter. Caller? Yeah, I got like a maybe maybe two two point two five questions. Hold on one second here. Sure. Alright, shoot. Okay, so you've been, you've been on the uh, Mastodon, right? Oh yeah, I got a saddle on there. So uh so you've noticed that there's a lot of pictures of uh, of humans with tails and ears. I've noticed a lot of hentai and furry isms. Yeah. So I, I sent I sent these pictures to, to to friends, and they were like, "It's unnatural. It's it's bad for a human." Why to have would a tail. you send those pictures to your friends? Do you also send them gore and? Uh... Oh, everything. Yeah, everything. Because you know. I mean, they they want to, you know, they tell me about their problems, and I send them vor. Vor. It's a fair trade. Hey, so I'm like, vor. no, man, t- tails are fine. I mean, especially like if you're cosplaying something, or 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 you know, I mean, there's tails that are attached, and tails that go on the clothes on a belt or whatever. There's also like those butt the plugs. Little... Butt plug tails are kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's attached. That was what I meant by attached. I wasn't oh. going to go get all graphic. I thought you meant like a, a uh, buckle or a, a Velcro. 
No, no, no. Uh, uh, butt plug tail would be oh, attached, okay. and then you have the ones that go on like the clothes or whatever, and then the ears, like the little headbands with the ears on them. I think those are super cute, aren't they? I mean, maybe not. I mean, you you have you have ears. So, what is your opinion? Uh, I think it's cultural appropriation of the animal to animal to heritage, and I find it highly offensive. No, I don't care. As long as they're not, you, think uh, that, you know, hmm. stealing my cookies, I think I it's fine. Think anyone Everybody's got their own kinks and their own likes. I like Star Trek. Do you like Star Trek? No. Well, okay, that's fine. Wow. Do you like mashed potatoes? You got to give me a second to answer. Do you like? Do you like? I don't like mashed potatoes. I love them. Ah, what about uh, dehydrated mashed potatoes, such as one would use in an emergency? If I was in an emergency, I'd love them. They're actually good if you put them in, like, if you have a bread machine and you're making, like, white bread and you you substitute some flour for the mashed potato into mashed potatoes. Potato bread. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, a different kind of starch. Doesn't make you doesn't uh, doesn't activate those those butt bacteria butt bacteria gut bacteria butt bacteria. So the second question is, um, do you still play first person shooters? I've been obsessed with the hunt lately. Is that the is that two player? It's uh, teams of three. Uh, and it. Teams That's, of three it's, in it's a fairly players. old game, right? A little old. They keep updating it, though, and I've only got recently into it in the past year. But I'll play it for another five years or so. It's a really fun game. Okay, well, I've been I have it on my on my Steam wish list, and I wasn't sure if I could find anyone. Like, is it possible? Like, do you have to have three people, or you can play it solo? You can also do matchmaking. Matchmaking works fine. Oh, does it? Okay. That's yeah, you always get the community. The community of the hunt is is good. So uh, I, I've been getting burned out on uh, this. I'll try to make this quick. I've been trying to. I've been getting burned out on uh, ARPGs. Like which one? And so, like uh, just, I mean, there's, there's like four. There's like Diablo. There's Torchlight. There's uh, Arc Adam Nova. RPG. Was it Arc? Was a new one called uh, the Arc? Oh, I heard about that. So, so the problem is, is that uh, I I like um, ARPGs on a big screen, so I play on a Switch, and I don't think I can get the arc on a Switch. Nah, if I can get it on a PS3, three and two, uh, maybe. I pl- I played. I didn't play a lot of Diablo three on the Switch, but I've played Diablo three on the Switch, and it was fun. Yeah, no, I I have it. I, I've. It's really hard to find the cartridges, man. They went like a hundred and thirty bucks for the cartridges. Uh, I don't. I never. I just yeah. always go through the store. I don't uh, get the physical. But if you want to have like, if you want to have like multiple people playing, like you have a like a friend or or somebody like a cousin or whatever, and they got a switch and they're like, oh, I want to play with you, and it's like, well, you don't have it. Spend sixty bucks or here, pop this cartridge in and play with me while you're here and then give me the cartridge back when you leave, you know? Well, you so can, the cartridge is worth having, but I played with, you can't, I played you can't with like find four players with the single download on what I had my switch with me because it's portable. 
But yeah, I guess it's uh it's good to have physical things, but I don't want to have to look for it, nor do I want to store it. I do know they could take it away right. from me and alter it, though. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. well the downloads, yeah, yeah, because they're Frangi. Way too many switch cartridges. Frangi, uh, rules of acquisition number one seventeen. You can't free a fish from water. You can't. You can't free a fish from water. And that's why the the lease system, people are going to love having to uh, lease everything from, you know, everybody. You won't own anything. No, I I actually, I hate that more than anything. I I hate paying monthly for stuff that I use once once a month. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than Nick the Rat Radio. Well, it's four times a month. Yeah, but I, I only I only use you once a month. What am I like a period to you? Cheat giant hang up on this caller. Good night, everybody. We'll be back next week with more of this. Nick the Rat Radio. Enjoy.
the girls have heard this before, but 14 years ago, I had an operation on my arm here. Doctors said I wouldn't be able to use it. Well, what the hell do they know, I said. And, and I rubbed it for a half hour every day. And then I got so I, I could move it a little. And then and I, and I got so I could turn a faucet. And, and pretty soon I had my arm back again. Now I can't feel a damn thing in it. All numb. Don't kill animals. Rats have rights. Bye.